This season on Knights of the Rolled Table, five knights who came together in the city of Valentril became a party of rescuers, jumping from realm to realm and retrieving and recovering other knights to gather support against the elites of the Platinum Syndicate. Throughout their adventures, they learn of several false gods in various realms, all of which allude to one mastermind creating followers and destruction. Now, Igneous, Deidre, Yeni, Melbourne and Theo must take on one final rescue mission of their hidden benefactor Drake Bloodmoon from the arch cleric Narsen Drill. Will Narsen Drill sacrifice Bloodmoon to Avros, or will the knights find him in time? Welcome to Knights of the Roll Table, the final episode of season five. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's all come down to this. Our intrepid heroes entering, well, what they think is a is is the high temple, uh, the temple of the high apostle, which is to have a conversation with Narsen Drill. And they have come here because they were told by Gustavo, who is a changeling that works with Drake Bloodmoon, that Drake Bloodmoon himself was captured after a uh, deadly encounter with some of the purifiers that mysteriously showed up in the Glorn Temple, despite its magical protections. Uh, they fought off those assailants and a particularly nasty mage that uh, shadow mage that has uh, they had dealt with before briefly in a in an underground temple um, and realizing that possibly that the inhabitants of the temple and its secrets were in danger they decided to confront Narsendrell the high apostle to find out what's up with the purifiers where is Drake Blood Moon and if they can piece together anything that they know from all of these fake gods these gods that 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 uh, elites from around the world that they've dealt with while rescuing various knights over the past couple of weeks and and they've been finding out that all of these deities and um and gods that uh, a lot of these elites and forces have been worshiping uh, are not actually real um so they are armed with that information and they're going in to talk to Someone that knows a lot about deities and gods, uh, the High Apostle of Valentrell in uh, the Temple of the High Apostle. You are let in and the doors shut behind you and you enter in through a large central chamber. It's big, echoey. The ceiling is super tall. You, it's it's mid midday around like four, three o'clock. So the sun is kind of coming in through the. Uh, stained glass windows depicting various scenes of Valkarian history. Um, it's quite beautiful because the, the glass colors and, and this place is pristine. It's alabaster and sort of a cobalt blue inlay. Um, there are colors of, of purple and black um, around here and there, which are the colors of Avaros. The, the current ruling faith is, is the, is the Avaros faith. And 
but no one is in this large central chamber. There are there are pews, there are pillars, there are there's an altar, but there's nothing. There's nobody there to greet you. No Narsendrell, no purifiers. You are let in this room and there's nothing there. Um, there is a large central uh, altar uh, up a couple of steps. There's two side doors on the left, one on the left, one on the right. And that's all you see. There's a lot of candles and, and sconces and things like that on the side, a couple of pillars, cabinets, things like that. Oh, wait, I think I remember the trick from last time. And Theo's going to go over to the altar and look for the same little recessed button that opened up the underground cavern from uh, All right, the other place. Yeah, you look under. I'm not even going to make you roll for it because you remember and you look under the altar. You're kind of feeling and you find sure enough, there's a little button. You press it in and you hear a. And it opens up and the door on the left side of the room that you're facing has unlocked. It was locked, apparently. Um, uh, so you you have a now open door on the left side of the cathedral. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, that was very impressive, Theo. Good job with however you knew how to do that. Oh, we, we had been through here before. I mean, a similar one, not the same one, but, you know, why reinvent the wheel, I suppose. What was down there when you did came to a different place like this before? Oh, uh, you guys. Oh. That's when we met you. We, we're, we're probably not down there this time, but uh, let's let's go check it out. Okay. Maybe there will be all kinds of a whole new set of friends. <laughs> <laughs> All the other nights. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. Yay. Remember all the other voices. Ran- Ranch would like to be let out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So you guys head towards the door. Uh, it opens up. And sure enough, you actually see a set of uh, stone steps going down uh, straight forward. Not actually spiraled, but straight down. Uh, about 30 feet and there are some there's one uh, sconce of torch light um, that's emanating a blue light over on the side but it's kind of up a little bit so um, it's it's just lighting the path um, would you like to go down yeah yes okay. I would like who's, to go first, first? as stealthily okay, as possible okay uh, so getting a marching order we have Deidre Who's after Deidre? I'll be I'll behind Deidre. I'll go after her. I'll give myself plenty of space and go last. No, I want to be last. You should be up close with everybody. Yeah, but I'm going to make a lot of noise. <laughs> but I will make noise. Don't you want pass to... Pass without trace. Don't you want to be stealthy? Okay, pass without trace. Um, so everybody give me a stealth check and add 10. Dang. So we got Deidre, Iggy, Yenny, Theo, and then Melvin bringing up the rear. 27. 24. Uh, 19, so that'll be 29. Mm, show off. 29. Na- 19 total. 24. Okay. So pretty good. You <laughs> stealthily go down, shuffling down. Yeah, Even Melvin. Stealthy, 
If we're Melvin is really quiet, but compared to the rest of us, he's still like the loudest noise in the it's, chamber. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a drip. You know, it's like kink, yeah, <laughs> kink, kink. It's it's a steady kind of tiny metallic echo as as you guys head down uh, these steps, and at the base of the steps, uh, it actually. At the base of the steps, it actually um, levels out, and it, you can see uh, another set of steps goes down. So it even goes down uh, equal set of steps uh, in the opposite direction, um, kind of curving back around. So it's it's kind of like those steps in um, uh, Fellowship the Ring, you know, when they're in the dwarven the, the dwarven caverns, and it's just there's no there's no side rails. It's just like steps yeah. down, and then it turns the back around. Yeah, in the in Moria, and it's yeah, it's just like really steep Nerds. steps, and they're kind of going down. Um, yeah, Moria. Okay, uh, so you head down about um, another thirty steps, and yet, and you turn around, and then there's another thirty steps going down. So you're going down, down, down. Uh, into, Sugar, we're going down swinging. Yes, yes, you're going down swinging, um, and then finally you get to a um, an archway which you see has a tunnel and this is the, the, the air smells um, like earthy and uh, damp and you, you hear kind of a and, and it's, and there's, there's a wind kind of like a, like a, almost like a breath coming through the tunnel and it's, it's a, it's a warm air, but um uh, there is light uh, in the tunnel. There's a couple of these blue glowing fire sconces. It's not a natural fire. It's it's almost like an, a different ethereal kind of fire uh, creating this blue flickering light on the sconces on the side. And it's a really old stone construction. Everything is stone. It's like this white stone, but it's but it's got mildew and kind of kind of a stank uh, smell on on the on the rock you know there's there's a little bit of water pooling and stuff like that what's up does this stank smell smell like either the dungeon where we were at at the beginning uh of this adventure or does it smell like the underdark by any chance um it does not smell like the the dungeon you were in before it's definitely a this is definitely a different a different location um uh it does not smell like the underdark either so the, it, it's more of just really old. Um, it's not a sewer, but it's it's from what you can gather. It's just a very old um, secret tunnel <laughs> or, or location of some kind. Um, so you have this tunnel ahead of you. Uh, what would you like to do? You want to proceed? Yep, I'm going to go first. Uh, Deidre... I need you to give me a uh, going forward carefully. Um, I need you to give me an investigation check. Okay. So I rolled a seven, but I do have um, reliable talent, reliable talent. So that'll be a 10 plus eight. So that'll be an 18. Okay. Nice. That will do it. <laughs> Rogues that they're alive, reliable talents. Uh, you needed a 16. So good thing. Um, so you go a couple of, uh, slabs forward and you noticed one of them is slightly off color and inset into the ground and you stop. I want to check it for traps. Okay. Um, uh, using the same, 
kind of investigation you had, you are able to discern that this is definitely a pressure plate um, and stepping on it would probably be bad. And as you look up, you notice there are um, in between where some of the the slate wall comes together, there are uh, indeed very small holes in the wall on both Mm. sides. Probably like Indiana Jones blow darts. Uh, I will point it out. I will like motion to the group behind me and point out the thing and like make the little like slitty motion across my neck and be like, best to avoid this one. And then keep moving forward. Was that was that Deidre's voice? <laughs> you know what? It's been a while since we played. Uh, best to avoid this one, darlings. Okay, that's better. Best Boy, to yo. avoid this one. Best to avoid this one. <laughs> best to avoid it. Hey, you guys. This is Deidre after she had a point or two. What? We quietly passed her message down the line with different, increasingly silly yeah. voices. Go ahead and do that for me. So Deidre to Igni, Igneous says, best to avoid this one. Igneous to Yenny, what do you say? Uh, Deidre says, best to avoid this one. <laughs> and Yenny to Theo, what do you say? Yeah, best to avoid this one. Yeah. Theo to Melbourne, what do you say? Deidre says, here's your hurt, here's her. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, Deidre says, <laughs> she nods in, a pre- in understanding. Uh, I need Rebecca uh, to make an intelligence check. Uh, oh no! You guys are the worst. Now that I have stats for her, come on, Rebecca. Uh, 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 I guess I'll just roll a d twenty, baby. Yeah, you, don't, uh, you need cheap stats. Okay, oh. what's the intelligence of a sheep in D and D? Plus two, I mean, like, three, plus three. One, like yeah. they ain't smart. Mm. Rebecca is very gifted. Okay, yeah. So, so as you avoid this, uh, Rebecca comes forward and it's like, all right, and then she uh, steps on this little pressure plate. <laughs> oh no! Um, and then <laughs> these darts come out. Now, luckily, Rebecca is a sheep, so she actually, <laughs> it just goes, just kind of goes right over her wool, making this kind of skidding ash and, and uh, skidding out. And the darts uh, that come out, sure enough, go into the walls on the opposite side, go, and everybody turns around like, what? Can I collect those? Rebecca, I said, uh, you can head back and collect those. Yeah. Yeah. We'll grab me some darts. You have two uh, unknown darts. You don't know what if what effect they have unless you want to take a really strong look at them. Uh, sure. I briefly look strongly. <laughs> okay. You can uh, make an investigation check then. That's probably not going to help. All right. Let's give the shot a shot. Ooh, 17. 17. There's... There's something uh, maybe that these darts are coated in there. It looks like there's this kind of reddish, almost copper um, uh, oxidation that's mm. that's on the tip uh, that's kind of going up and it looks corrosive in some way, but your, your, your instincts tell you not to touch it. You're not sure exactly what it is because you're not an expert on metallurgy or, or uh, 
corrosive materials, but... I acquired a couple of poison darts from I'm not sure when, but I'll kind of like toss them in there under the in the pouch of don't touch these darts. Okay. That I might <laughs> yeah. use. Hopefully they're not point up, you know, yeah. they haven't moved around. <laughs> they're nearly like, stored. Hold on, darts. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but you could now, they'd have no effect on you. That's have l- true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now immune <laughs> to like, poison. It's not a problem. Bring yeah, out whatever. your hand and it's just like a dart sticking out. You're like, oh, hold on. Those yeah. darts. Oh. Well, there you go. Okay, so you have uh, two. Just write down two mystery darts in your inventory. Mystery dart. Mystery darts. Um, coming to the WB this fall. <laughs> All right. Um, so you make your way forward and you see uh, this tunnel opens up into a large center uh, underground room. And there's a what looks like a still pool of dark liquid maybe water but it's hard to tell because it's very low light in here um there are around the perimeter of the room a couple of these blue flickering lights um the the water pool is a circular pool and it's about 20 feet in diameter but it's low set into the ground so it's it's kind of level uh with the ground from what you guys see as you're coming in here and there's a glow to it there's uh, it, it's dark itself, but also there's something inside of it that's uh, that you can kind of see underneath it. But it's still kind of hard to tell how deep it is, or if it's if it's just like a, a, like a surface layer of oil. It, it's kind of hard to tell like what what this is. Um, it has a slight reflection to it, but not like water reflection. Um, and then on the opposite side of the pool are a series of large stone slabs so there's some vertical horizontal resembling a altar or a table uh, very similar to the one that you were on Igneous uh, in the other um, cavernous uh, room uh, under the temple the other temple that you guys met in and on the rear wall behind the altar there are two hanging banners one of them has the insignia of Avaros, which you've seen before, the black circle with a purple ring around it. And then the other looks familiar, but kind of out of scale. It, and then it kind of hits you. This is a this is a silhouette of a of a spider um, that's that's grabbing uh, its its legs are kind of circling back around on the coin and it's grabbing um, a what looks like a diamond or a gem of some kind. And this, you've seen this before. This is this is a, a platinum syndicate coin, or at least kind of what you've seen uh, from some of the people that that you've uh, interrogated or, or talked to previously. Um, but it's like really big on on this. Um, uh, it's the symbol of a platinum syndicate. At the altar, you see High Cleric Narsen Drell. You know, to, just to remind you what he looks like, he's a pale-looking man. Um, older, but uh, still, still kind of muscular for his age. Good, good shape. Um, and to his right, there is a shorter uh, female, a half elf or elf. From this distance, it's a little hard to tell. And uh, she is in um, she is in uh, black leathers. And uh, she's a blonde hair, uh, scarlet red cloak 
with a hood that comes over her head, but the blonde hair is kind of coming out of the, the cloak. And there are several daggers across her chest and what looks like um, these little uh, spikes on the side of her arms and around her legs. And Melbin and Theo, as you're get, getting closer, you actually recognize her. This is Rayla. <gasps> no. Have they noticed us? Uh, they see you. They see you coming. And they're just standing there. I'll do that thing and where you like try to like smack your friend when they and like <laughs> you see that. Yeah. yeah. You see who this is. <laughs> Rayla. Mm -hmm. The rest of you just see this half elf that's kind of standing next to him. Um, is there and Narsendrell says, "Ah, the knights of the realm. I'm glad." You were able to join us once again. Hopefully no more death has occurred since our last meeting. Uh, not on our part, no. No, we are still very much alive. I understand. I assume you are here because of Mr. Bloodmoon having gone missing. How did you know that? Well, otherwise why would... Otherwise, why would you come here? Yes, it's... but why did you know that? Well, because I'm the one that took him. Well, this it's isn't not, good. It's not a secret. I told you last time that I wanted to find him and stop him. He's He's been responsible for, well, several deaths of my purifiers, which are not cheap, by the way. And also, he's trying to put a stop to my ongoing campaign and quest to to rid Valentrail and the very realm of Volcara of crime and poverty and, and all bad people when I've clearly made this realm a better place. So taking Mr. Bloodmoon out of the equation will allow me to do my work without encumbrance. Now I can take you to him I am willing to do this as an ally, an associate. I'm sure you want to know what your benefactor uh, has been up to. But I would like to propose something to you before we go further. Last time I mentioned that I was a member of the Platinum Syndicate. And as such, I have intel into what they've been doing and what their motivations are. I'm willing to work with you. To work with the knights to provide you with information. If you work for me. You are Help also me. clearly working with a traitor. And I point at Rayla. He looks over and says, I understand that some loyalties run deep. Rayla says, I'm sorry, I'm not up to speed. What What exactly, who is this person? I mean, obviously she accessorizes well. It's a lovely cloak that she has, but could we please illuminate the situation for the rest of us? Uh, she Rayla, was a knight. She attacked and helped, she attacked us and killed uh, Anastasia, our friend, our leader. A mentor to both of us. Oh, that's a little gauche, darling. Rayla has been looking at 
Theo almost like kind of like um, afraid in, in some ways. Like he's, she's kind of like looking at you like, please don't judge me. You know, like <laughs> she's kind of has this sort of guilty look on her face. And, and she says, you know, I, I'm sorry for what I did, but I had my reasons, good reasons. M- Mr. Drill, uh, uh, sorry, High Priest Drill, he says, he said he was going to help me. He's He's been very good to me, giving me training and whatnot. So, I know what I did was wrong, but I thought the Knights weren't really giving me anything new, and I, I just, I need help for my family, Theo. I, I, I needed to help my brother. I need to help my mum. They were going to give me lots of money. We could have helped if you'd have said something, if you'd have talked to us. The knights don't have any money. It doesn't mean we couldn't have been there and couldn't have helped. Look, I'm, I am I kill people for a living. It, the offer was too good. Well, then you don't deserve to be a knight anymore. I'm not. I'm working for the syndicate now. I'm working with Mr. Drell. He's... I just want you to listen to him. If we have anything between us... If... I know you have no reason to trust me, but... I think you should listen to him. He he really wants to do good by this world. Thank you, Rayla. I, I appreciate the endorsement, but... I'm not sure coming from you, it might not be worth a single penny. It seems like they have harbor some resentment towards you. But perhaps my actions can speak for themselves. All of you have noticed in Valentrell that there is no crime. My purifiers have been able to take away any sort of uh, bad omens, and the misuse of illegal magics in the city have brought trade up, businesses up, people are happy, they feel safe, our education rates are successful. And if I eliminate the other elites around the world, with your help, of course, as you've been doing, then I will win this contest of the Platinum Syndicate, and I will bring my methods across the world. The teachings of Avaros will continue to purify the rest of the realms, bringing forth peace. No crime? Is kidnapping not a crime? Is murder not a crime? Would you not have me take away criminals and bad omens and people that are doing wrong, that have lied, that have stolen, that have murdered? And who does that to you? There are sacrifices that must be made in any large, important movement, and I am willing to make mine. I am sacrificing the people that have given up on the good of this land. They are being sacrificed to fuel the needs of a greater being, Avaros, our lord. And he kind of looks up. <laughs> purely purely uh, amazed at, at the power that he thinks his, his god has. And he, he's, he's quite impressed with everything that he's been given, you can see. 
and he kind of comes back down, you know, from his perch a little bit. And he's like, I think our aspirations align. You want to get rid of the elites. So do I. Uh, we, we will be able to make this world better. Yes. Yes. My friend Melbourne, there are some sacrifices, but, but these are the people that are, are bringing bad things into the world. And wouldn't you rather see them serve a higher purpose? I can provide them with a greater calling for their lives. And technically, they're not dead. Tell, uh, tell us more about that. Tell us what? more about technically not dead. My, yeah, not dead. my god, my, um, my deity, Avaros, mm-hmm. uh, takes their souls and is... And, uh, well, it's hard to explain. I don't know if any of you understand uh, the way that souls work, but um, they, they've sort of been transferred into... Um, ethereal beings and and they are used as as fuel over time but their essences will remain trapped in a well trapped is a hard word but uh, their essences will will remain um in in a stasis and if we are ever in a place where we can bring them back uh perhaps we will well while he's talking i'd like to cast divine sense oh okay Celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Okay. Um, He's 70 feet away, so you can't tell. (laughs) You you sense uh, four undead beings, two to your right, two to your left. Thank you. Fairly close. And so what do you propose? That you should rule the whole world? Well... I, I don't like ruling. Uh, it's 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 more of a it's more of a a legacy. I want to make sure that working with uh, it's hard for one person to make all the rules for the entire world, but I want to make sure that I am bringing forth a new age that the light and shadow of Avaros will cast over this world, and everyone will with the proper motivation and we will continue to have people that do not live up to his calling. I will be able to use that to bring forth Avaros into the material plane. Um, our tat, sorry to interrupt our tattoos. They allow effectively message, right? Between each, between ourselves. Do I have to speak out loud for that? I don't remember. Uh, I, we've said before that you do not. If okay, you're sending I'm, it to someone else, then you do. But between yourselves, you don't. I'm going to let them say. But you do have know. to physically kind no, of tap. I'll, and... I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, but I'll, I'll send them the message about the undead. <laughs> okay. Like those bugs on my forearm. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so you, so Ooh, me too. <laughs> so your cover, your arm is covered by armor. So you're going to have to like, <laughs> I think I have like a hinge there or something. Oh, I clearly had to use this a lot. It's a Velcro strap. Yeah. All right. Give, give me a sleight of hand check, Melvin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> Threw my dice off the table. Uh, sleight of hand. Where's that? Well, it's not negative. Uh, 13. 13. Right there. Got lucky. Her, uh, 
her perception was not as good. Oh, actually, she has plus nine to perception. What'd you roll? Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, 13. 13? Oh, 13? so Rayla. Yeah, so actually that does. All mm-hmm. right. Rayla instantly kind of just her eyes look over to you. And then she says, he's trying something. He's doing something with his arm. Yes, um, it's it's hard for me to talk to you if you're going to do sneaky things. <laughs> Try not to. Uh, I, I, look, I, I know that there might be some trust issues, but I brought you back to life, Melbourne. True, and I appreciate that. Uh, uh, t- tell me, Drell. Um, you you. Control the purifiers, yes? They follow my commands. Did you tell them to kidnap them? And I indicate the the three that we had rescued at the beginning of the... <laughs> oh, um... Well, yes, I did. So but what did they be- do to deserve that? Well, they used magic. They were they were looking into the goings on underneath where we where we make our sacrifices underneath the temple and we didn't want we didn't want that uh, operation to go asunder so I I had to stop them I made a mistake I should have I should have talked to you and I after having some it's actually good that you got away when you did and. I was able to have a, a a moment of clarity, as it were, where I where I thought maybe we can work together and our our goals will align. So thank you for saving your allies, and but unfortunately, I I did have to. I'm a bit of a stickler when it comes to original goals and i i did have to find mr blood moon i i he is guilty of crimes that i cannot forgive and so he has been well i haven't sent him to the higher plane yet but if you want to see him i can take you to him but i would love your assurance that you will work with me and we will be partners in this the first stages of the new world that I'm trying to create. Look, uh, you, you've been laying out a, a couple of important things here. Uh, yes. Bit of things I'm personally a little concerned with is, uh, you know, you want to eliminate the bad from the world based on your definition of bad and good which includes if you have to do bad in order to get rid of the other people's bad, that's fine. And uh, you also mentioned just now that you could make a mistake. So, uh, quite frankly, you know, I'm not necessarily a smart man all the the time, but uh, I feel like you got some inherently corruptible flaws in your logic there where... uh, the more power you get, the more ability to make decisions about other people's bads and goods, which just happens to correspond with you having increased power. 
uh, might not I... work out from the little people in the long run. Yeah, yeah, like uh, all the people who may or may not do a crime now and then are uh, just have to be uh, purified. Very scary word, by the Ig- way. Purified. Igneous, you might igneous, want to rebrand that. Igneous, yes, darling, yeah, darling, yeah. you. You realize that you cannot out-talk crazy. No, no, well, I just feel like uh, this is an opportunity to you uh, see the light, you know, so, so to speak, and maybe be like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that makes a good point. Thanks. I'm going uh, to reform myself and uh, invest in systematic democracy. Thoughts out there, big man? Igneous, I... Deidre don't think you can do it, but I feel like maybe you could uh, see the light, so to speak. I was hoping that you would be the ones who would see the light, as you say. You see, that that really lines up with my logic, actually. It's always the other person's problem, yeah? I understand what you're saying. You think that my version of punishment and... My version of punishment should not be the one that is right. Is it Mm. yours? Is it hers? Is it... Is it his? Pointing at Theo... Is it hers? Pointing at Yanni. Are you pointing at the sheep? I'm saying that everyone thinks their own version of justice is right or they defer to someone else. I have the benefit I have the benefit of having knowledge of hundreds if not thousands of years not only from my own teachings of wars and deities and people that have succeeded and failed and while I do make mistakes, I take those very seriously. And through the guidance of my my god, Avaros, I have chosen life where I will make this world a utopia worth mm. carrying on into the next millennia. Well, and yeah, it makes a lot of sense. How about you that, all? Yep. You Just, cannot see nope. that then you are clearly part of the problem. I see it. I see it right now. I think you make good points. Uh, Let's go ahead and head out to Blood Moon. Then you're willing to work with us. Uh, Yeah, let's work together. Go right down to Drake Blood Moon right now and uh, we'll, uh, you know, finish this whole deal up, so to speak. Iggy, no, I can't work with him. He's working with Rayla. Clunk against his armor. (laughs) (laughs) Igneous, make a... uh, Make a deception check. It's not inherently igneous play to rely on deception ability. Can I, I, uh, can I be like nodding behind him to try and give assistance on this? Uh, you just said you wanted to murder him. That's, that's fair. <laughs> so I you said can that, try. I said that. I said that very quietly, Chris. That oh, was okay. that was called. That's what's called an aside or a stage uh, whisper. Okay. 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 I rolled um, a. I rolled a twenty-one all by myself. Okay. Yay! Uh, our fire friend is willing to play along. How about the rest of you? If it means we can stop talking, then sure. <laughs> A woman of action. I like that. You would be do. You would do very well. I have many people for you to uh, take out these evil doers in the other realms. Deidre, is it? That's my name, but don't get too comfortable with it in your mouth. Please let me know if if you're willing to work with me. Anyone else? Last chance. What is the alternative? 
Well, the alternative, I'm afraid, is joining Mr. Blood Moon and becoming a sacrifice to fuel the eventual coming of Avaros. How do we know you didn't already sacrifice Drake Blood Moon? I give you my word. Your word isn't worth the parchment it's written upon. <laughs> well, you have a nifty ability to sense other knights, don't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what Rayla has told me. Velcro. <laughs> I guess we'll... I would like to see if there are any other knights around. And alive. You reach out for the essence, the presence of Drake Blood Moon. You, you instantly sense the, 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 your companions around you. Um, you don't sense him, and, and you remember doing the same thing, trying to trying to sense uh, uh, kind of where he was. Um, remember, find person only works if it's on this plane of existence and within, I want to say, a hundred feet. So you don't sense him. I don't see that he's here. Oh, well, perhaps there's uh, something wrong with your communication. Or perhaps you've already murdered him, you murderer. Well, I don't have the ability. I, I, I thought your little thing was, was more powerful, but I assure you that he is on the other side of this portal. And he kind of gestures down at the pool of, of mysterious kind of liquid that's there. You're drowning him? <laughs> this is a portal to the to the place where I make the final transference of power. I could do it here, but it's it's I like doing it on the other side. So, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go through there to start that sacrifice. The rest of you, if you want to join me, you can. Otherwise, and he looks at Rayla and says, bring the bodies. I can still use them. And he steps forward and uh, steps into the, the water and it starts kind of glowing a little bit and he just kind of starts descending down kind of like almost like there's the stairs underneath, but it, it's it's sort of misting and pooling around him in in this in this uh, water, and it he just kind of goes down and and uh, eventually just goes kind of vanishes. I am so not used to playing melee only characters. It's so frustrating not to be able to attack somebody when they do things like that. Uh. Rayla goes forward and, and looks at Igneous specifically, and she says, All right, fireman, if, you f if you're true to your word, now's the time for you to go in. You can follow him. Otherwise, we're going to have to take you out. And then on around you, you see four purifiers appear from the shadows, and they are surrounding you two on the sides, kind of in the front and the back, where your party is. Rayla comes forward in front of the pool where you all are. She says, you heard the man. This is your chance. We can do this one way or the other. 
Right, uh, makes sense. It's kind of a creepy pool. I'll kind of like walk up to where she is and like dip my toe in the pool a little bit. <laughs> Try it she, out. She, yeah, she steps aside. And uh, you walk up and it, it, it doesn't it's not water. It, it's definitely there's 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 a shimmer. It's almost like an uh, kind of an electrical kind of uh, buzz. Uh, when you put your feet in, it's it feels kind of like something's tingling as you go deeper mm, and and, and there's a there's a temperature change uh, on the the part of your body that's inside of this thing so if you feel like something's changing or something's uh you're 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 somewhere else on the other side of this uh this sort of level but you're still there. It doesn't hurt. Um, all right. I'll kind of like look in there like, oh, it's kind of creepy. It's inherently creepy, really. Uh, it's a little weird at first yeah, time, but, um, you know, just, right. just kind of keep walking and, and event, you know, after you get all the way down, then you'll be there. All right. That makes sense. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I guess I'll, I'll head right in, but uh, I'll get use your help. And I'm going to try to grab her and pull her in and dive into it. Oh, okay. Um, make a uh, dexterously. Yeah, this is going to be a dexterity check, and she's going to make a dex opposing dex check. All right, straight regular dexterity. Oh, <laughs> it was a fifteen, and then it became a two. <laughs> oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's a six total. What? Is Melvin uh, near? <laughs> it's a it's a two plus four, so I, I have a six as well. <laughs> Oh, ties of six. <laughs> Is Melvin nearby? I am. He's, he has to be within what? Ten what? feet. But Ten I don't know feet. that I give you anything for that. It's saving throws that you get. Yeah, I that doesn't help. On. Well, we tied. So here's what happens. You go to grab her and I she only need equally her to fall. matches. Uh, she equally kind of dodges away and you're just in this kind of deadlock like you. You she you didn't quite grab her, but she got away <laughs> and, and you're in the same place. And she's like. Oh no, you did it. Can I and attempt to tackle her and push her in? You want to push her in? <laughs> yeah, well she's already off balance with with him, so Well, she's very much on guard, so here uh we're going to roll initiative. All right. Okay. Ooh. Hold on. I'm going to call out Theo 12. Okay. Melbourne 16. Igneous. Well, after rolling a one on my dex check, I rolled a crit on my initiative. It's 25. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Deidre. 19. Nin 19. And Yenny. 23. Whoa, gosh. I like when a 16 in initiative is second to last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they did not. Hold on. Okay, so Igneous, you're up first, followed by Yenny. Uh, there's just been this tense standoff where Igneous has tried to, um, you tried to just grab her and she uh, dodged it very quickly. And these um, shadow purifiers, um, these kind of creepy guys with, with dark skin and, and glowing eyes are kind of like, <sighs> and, uh, Igneous, you're up. What do you want to do? 
I'm going to hit her a bunch and try <laughs> stunning strike. Okay. I'm going to try to stun her. So, uh, right, go first it. attack. Uh, I'll do this. First attack is a 17. Uh, 17 will hit. And that's going to be 10 damage. That was my quarter staff. And then I look at my other hand and remember, oh, I have like an ice hand now. And I'm going to punch her with that. Okay. That's a 21. That'll also hit. And with some cold damage, that'll do 14. And then I want to make her have her make a constitution saving throw with stunning strike. Okay. It's going to be an 8. Ooh, not going to do it. It's going to be a seven. <laughs> mm, stunned till the beginning of my next turn. So Rayla gets punched. <laughs> not not quite ready for the um, quickness of your monk abilities. And she freezes in place. Uh, her muscles tensing up and locked. And uh, she just kind of stares at you like. Um, I have a bonus Yanny. action left in my oh, movement. Yeah. Yep. Could I feasibly shove her in now? Or would I need to wait for another action to do that? Um, I, I'd say with the bonus action, it's going to take more than, more than that to push her in, but, uh, but you can, I can punch know, her again. You can punch her again. Sure. <laughs> I will do that. This is for, uh, Theo and Melvin's mentor. I should have listened more. Anastasia. Anastasia, 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And that is uh, 7 damage. Alright. I'm not going to use Flurry of Blows, just the key point for Stunning Strike, so I will use, since she's stunned, just back out of range. Kind of like turn around and orient towards the Purifiers defensively. So I'll just kind of, with her handled for a minute, I'll kind of like turn around and face the Purifier behind me. Okay, cool. Uh, that's your turn. Uh, Yenny, you are up, followed by Deidre. All right. And Melbourne. Uh, Yenny's gonna rage, first off. And when she powers up, uh, she's gonna go for a straight tackle, uh, uh, on her. Oh, yeah. Let's go! Goes into a rage. Yep. Uh, runs towards Rayla. And goes and for the tackle. Do you want to tackle her into the pool or just or just tackle yep. her down on the ground? <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm going down with her, so let's okay. go. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so she can't do anything. She's stunned, so you you automatically succeed. Um, you, uh, Yenny just, uh, like, just uh, bear tackles uh, Rayla, and both of the women go flying into this ethereal portal and vanish. Avenge me! <laughs> and you just hear this, and then the the the, the purifiers inside are like, yeah. they kind of look around at each other. Um, that's Yenny's turn. Uh, we'll get to you in a minute. Um, Deidre, you're up, followed by Melbourne. Well. 
Uh, I'm going to follow them into the puddle. Okay. Portal. The puddle portal. Portal puddle. All right. And she's going to give a big sigh, like, like, there we go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Am I, when I get through, because I mean, like, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know how much movement it would take me to get to where I can actually see them on the other side. You don't know. Okay. Well, I'll wait. My intention is I want that cloak that she had, the red one. <laughs> sure. Okay. So That's if fair. we're like, if we're in initiative, like my whole goal right now is I want it. You're diving oh, so. into this portal pool with the sole goal of taking this woman's cloak. It's That's very, what you're very, focused on. It's very high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. I I, uh, I encourage the, your motivation. So uh, Deidre <laughs> jumps in, and then and we'll get to. That that's for for the sake of there is a multiplanal portal. That's your turn. <laughs> um, I will get to what's on the other side when when everyone decides to you know what, depending on what happens here. Okay. Um, all right. Next up is Melbourne. Uh, unlike Followed everyone else, I'm not going to go into the pool because I don't okay. want a bunch of undead purifiers following us in there, and and. Hurting us, so I'm going after purifier number one here. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Boo!" <laughs> All right, go, uh, go for it. So I will swing the hammer side of the weapon. Yep. Uh, I suppose I need to roll four. Yeah, uh, do that. <laughs> uh, that would be twenty-five to hit. Um, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to use a divine smite. Oh yeah. Well, it's undead, so it's at least. It, so there's it one depends for the on what. what it depends on what spells, <laughs> what level spell slot. You yeah, I'm, use. I'm just doing a level one, and then so there's so it's two d eight. Wait, where'd it go? Oh, that's right, because I have improved divine smite now. Uh, All right, tell you what, Melvin, while you figure that out, um, yes. <laughs> just just let me know what the damage uh, when oh, you figure it out. Let me see if the other one hits uh, before I do that, and then I'll okay. and then I'll do that. The other one is a 19 to hit. Yes. That okay. Hits. I'll let you know how much I damage them. For okay. Thank you. All right. Figure out your stuff. All right. Uh, Theo, you're up. Okay. Theo is going to use uh, Conjure Animals. Yep. I see He's going that. to uh, use it at a higher level. Okay. To summon oh, twice no. the number of level one creatures. And so he's going to summon four dire wolves. Oh boy, and he's, and he's gonna say, "Oh, good to see you guys again." Gnarls Barky, Snoop Wolfy <laughs> Wolf, Rover Cleveland, and Pam. <laughs> and Pam, Pam, Gnarls <laughs> Barky, Snoop Rover Wolfy Cleveland, Wolf. Snoof Wolfy Wolf, and Pam. Yep, and they're like, Rawr. "Yeah, it's time to get to work." All right, what do you? Uh, so that's your action. Yes. Okay. And then I'll cast Shillelagh. Okay, bonus action Shillelagh. <laughs> and then now it's their turn. All right, so... What do you want them to do? Uh, They work really well as a group because they get a bonus to get working tactics. together. Yeah. yeah. So they are all going to attack that person. Purifier right. number two. Yep. Yep. 
and it's like ah it kind of uh growls at them and they growl back all right uh 15 to hit that hits 10 to hit that misses 22 to hit that will also hit and 24 to hit that that hits so three hits all right three out give of me four. some combined damage melvin you got damage for me yeah uh it's 20 regular damage and then 29 radiant damage okay because i only used one divine smite yep yep otherwise it would have been uh, it, a lot more it's still up but it definitely hurts and you just <laughs> this large clash of radiant damage uh slabs across and and you can see a bit of the shadow energy this necrotic energy kind of flies off like a like a portion of it um like sands like black sands uh kind of fly off to the side and it's like ah, and it just bears its teeth at you getting up in your face like how dare you and um yeah it, it's it's pretty hurt um all right give me some dire wolf damage theo uh, I actually, um, all four of them hit because I forgot that the the pack tactics is attack roll advantage. So okay, so give so me all four of them hit. All right, that's fine. Give me some damage. Yay! Four times two d six plus three piercing damage. So that'll okay. be so that's forty eight damage. And then they must succeed on a DC 13 saving throw or be knocked prone. Yes. Okay, so they have resistance to piercing damage. Uh, hmm. So that's going to be 24 damage. Bummer. Yep. Uh, they're shadow assassins. Uh, and then... You know, it makes sense. And then also, kind of... I was, I was also on. wrong. There should be an extra six radiant damage because I forgot to include my improved divine smite. All right. Okay. You All had right. so much time, Matt. I have too many things. He has a lot of stuff. Okay. All the so, uh, con save. Strength. Oh, strength. DC okay. 13. Okay. And they'll have to do it four times. Oof. Uh, well, the first I'm one down. failed. Okay. Well, good. Boom. <laughs> On the ground. They are not bolts. very strong. <laughs> They're very dexterous. They're terribly weak as they're made out of shadows so like they they skip leg day all the time (laughs) (laughs) so it got knocked on the ground on the first one the other ones just have come up and just are biting it it's a real vicious it's it's like kinetic sand is being thrown into the air it's just like (laughs) all right it's it's uh it's still alive but you see these dire wolves kind of just going to town it's like they're digging up a a a mud pit. It's kind of crazy. Um, all right. That's the turn. That's the wolf's turn. Now it's the purifier's turn. Hmm. All right. The first one, which Melbin attacked, is going to attack Melbin back. Um, it is going to attack with its shadow blade. 24 to hit. That'll hit. And 15 to hit. That will not hit. Okay, so the one that hits is 10 piercing damage. Um, And then... uh, And then 9 necrotic damage. Okay. 
and your strength score goes down by one. Ah, oh, these guys. No! <laughs> I don't need strength. <laughs> I'm fine. All right, that's the first one. Uh, the one that's going after the wolves is going to go, or the one that's being attacked by wolves is going to attack the wolves. They are prone. Yeah. Um, but uh, funny thing about shadow warriors. Oh, no. They're immune to being prone. So what happens Wait, is what? they, <laughs> it looked like it just Whoa. fell down, but then it sort of, seeps through like this thin gap between the wolves and they're still just rah, 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 digging into the ground. It seeps through and goes right towards you. And then this, this sort of mass as your, as your focus is kind of looking at the wolves right in front of you, like the T 1000 coming up as a metal you know, oh, entity, no. but it's made, it's like the shadow. It's like, <laughs> and then it pulls its sword and just lashes up. So it's going to make two attacks at you. Uh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. And 16 to hit. That is also going to hit. Oh, sorry, buddy. That's okay. Uh, seven, let's see, uh, 15 points of slashing damage. Okay. Um, oof. Well, three sixes. Um, uh, that's 25 points of necrotic damage and four and, and um, four points off of your strength score. Okay. Ooh. Your strength score goes down by four. I should have used more divine smites. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot these guys were the strength things. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's final fight, baby. All right, um, and then there's one more. Oof. It's gonna go. It's gonna go after. Um, well, it's gonna go after Igneous. Or sorry, two more actually. So they're both gonna go after Igneous. They're gonna flank you. Um, and this one. Hello. Okay, I'm just gonna give you some. 21 to hit. Uh, I want to use Warding Flare on the first one. It looks like it's going to hit me, which will impose disadvantage. Okay, with disadvantage. 15. Lights. Blinded. It misses. Uh, And then it's going to attack again because it's multi-attack. So is it just for one attack or for the entire turn? I think it's one attack. Could be on the character. I think it's just one attack. So keep going. I'll check. Sixteen. Miss. All right. So the first one misses both attacks. Uh, the second one is going to attack twice. Ooh, it's a crit. Oh, warning flare again. I do have as many as my wisdom modifiers. Oh, you're gonna use warning flare for all of them? Uh, just for this. This is the second. This is the one behind second me, guy. right? Yeah. yeah. Warning flare. That. Too. Okay. So it's not crit. It's a. Uh, 26. Still <laughs> so gonna that hit. Does hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then, uh, ooh, the second one misses. All right. So one hit. Uh, you get one hit out of four attacks. That's not bad. Mm. Um, so that's going to be five points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. And then five, five, 
And five. Interesting. Uh, you get 15 points of necrotic damage. And your strength score also goes down. Your strength score goes down by four. Jeez. Ouch. I have one more of those warding flares available. And this kind of burning oh. necrotic energy. And you feel your strength kind of cave in from your chest. It, it, it strikes your arm and your left bicep. And it's just, ah, oh, that's not good. Um, it's the top of the round. Igneous, it's your turn. Um, keep in mind, Yenny and Deidre are, uh, have, have disappeared. I want to try to incapacitate some of these ones that have me surrounded. So I will attack the first one. Oh, uh, before you do that, sorry. Before you do that, top of the round. Um, you see uh, from where Narsandrell was, you see a few more purifiers appear from the shadows. Six in total. Not at first, but since the uh, since the action has started, they have now appeared. Jump in the pool, boys. Water's fine. Now it's your turn, Ig- Igneous. Guys, seems like it might be time to go in the pool. Um, I'll still try to stun these guys around me. So first attack to the first one that attacked me. That's a 28. It's oh, going to be yeah. eight damage and a constitution save for another stunning strike. Uh, that's 10. So it's stunned. Stunned. I'll turn around and hit the second one. So yeah, it's stunned. stunned. Condition. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm going to turn around and hit the other one. You're do- doing some Jackie Chan stuff. It's like, like back and forth, like elbow, fist, uh, knee, back knee. You know, just back knee. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, not back, back knee. knee. Getting medication. Uh, uh, like, That's like, a 16 like, to hit. Like, yeah, you're doing some cool stuff. Uh, that will also hit. Ooh. All right. Make a con save. And take okay. seven damage. Uh, six. Man, these guys are not rolling well with con saves. Um, yeah, it's also stunned. So you just bap, bap, and, and uh, they just <laughs> kind of tense up. So then with both of those stuns so they can't uh, opportunity attack me, I will use my movement to dive on in the pool. After, I think I already said this, but like, oh, I think it's time to get in the pool, y'all. Let's go. And dive on in. And then you kind of fizzle out of this mortal plane. Um, Yenny, uh, we are going to come back to you in just a minute. You are no longer here nor there. <laughs> uh, Deidre, same thing. Melbourne, uh, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to attack the guy in front of me. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, a lot to hit. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do one at a time in case I knock him out with one. 18 plus that's 28 to hit. Does that hit? Uh, that, yes, that hits. I'll divine smite again. Um, okay. Yes, please use all your Divine Smites now. (laughs) Yes. Uh, All right. So let's see. That's stupid lack of strength. All right. That's nine regular damage. And then uh, 15 plus 12, 27 radiant damage. Yes. It it fizzles out and just kind of explodes out in this kind of wave of sand and, and dust and shadow necrotic energy. Cool. Then I'm going to run over here because I'm not leaving Theo behind. Yep. And I will do the same thing to that one. Uh, That was... uh, Where'd that die go? That's a 21 to hit. 21 hits. All right. 
That's 14 regular damage. And then... 24 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, still very hurt. All right. And if I have any movement left, which I think I would... You do. Yeah, I should be able to make it into the pool. You can. Do you want to try to take Theo with you? Like, it, it'll... It'll make your movement halved, but it'll kind of move him along if you want to try to get him away from that thing. Uh, or you can leave him. <laughs> Could I make it into the pool with him? You can get to the edge, and then he can carry you the rest of the way. Or you can both ride the wolves. Ride the wolves. What's your movement? What's your uh, movement 30. Speed? Yeah, I'm going to pull Theo with him. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's what will happen. Uh, you guys pull away. Purifier is not going to attack. Uh, and all right, now it's let's see, da, 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 da. Theo, it's your turn. If you'd like, you can kind of go the rest of the way with both of you, and you can make it in the pool. Yeah, let's go. All right, do you want to call go. your wolves with you too? I'll say, follow us, boys and girls. All right, zoom. Zoom, you jump in. Zoom, zoom. Uh, as the two of you jump together, you kind of look at each other. There's a little nod of recognition, like, here we go. <laughs> and here we go you, again. You jump in, and this uh, electrical pulse of energy and this kind of almost like teleporting like you've done before with the Grumble Gate, but this time it's different. It feels like you're jumping into a like an ice bath it's 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 crisp and but it, it's not wet it's it's a uh, it's kind of bracing and it's like all of this cold and fizzly and uh electric energy is kind of flowing over you and then it feels really tight like like you're being surrounded by a suffocating feeling and then all of a sudden uh it just goes completely black and that's where we're going to take a little break. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey there, it's time for some announcements. This is Chris Daly, your DM for Season 5 and your Wyvern of Whimsy. You know, the past few episodes we haven't had any announcements, not for lack of things to say, but because this season has been a big undertaking and it's all come down to this triple-sized episode. This season was not originally going to be this long. I had a few locations and guests I wanted to have, but what started out as a concept of rescuing other knights grew into an epic adventure spanning different realms, meeting various people, and dealing with gods, which, again, I didn't really think that was where it was going to go, but this is D&D. And I guess that's what D&D is. It grows from something small into something really big. And that's kind of what this season has become. And I hope it's inspired you to try out new locations and situations, be a little goofy with your players, and have fun with your friends. And if you like our podcast, and we hope you do, head on over to your podcast app of choice and see those five-star ratings. You can fill out one of those and write a little something, and you too can immortalize yourself in the comments section. It really helps us with the algorithm, so please take a minute and leave a rating and review. We would really appreciate it. 
If you like playing D&D and need some character art, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeonheads. I've created a library of characters that grows each week with more variations. Check out my stuff at patreon.com slash dungeonheads, as well as dungeonheads on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. A lot of the music for the podcast comes from Arcane Anthems and Tabletop Audio. Both of these fine musicians have a Patreon and both are amazing at what they do, so consider checking them out. As DM of this season, I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening, telling your friends and family about us, and sticking with us this far. I hope you like how Season 5 has turned out. We had a lot of fun. And Season 6, with Zach back in the DM chair, is going to be just as interesting. We know we are not the only tabletop RPG D&D actual play podcast out there, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the community. And don't forget to go out and make life an adventure. The first people that go through are Rayla and and Yenny. You feel Yenny, you feel your body uh, go through this this weird transition after everything kind of goes dark and then all of a sudden and then poof, you kind of land with a thud on hard stone and everything around you is kind of just buzzing and, and kind of you hear this sort of uh, uncomfortable piercing sand in the in the air and it's uh, it's chilly and warm at the same time and it, everything's kind of dark but but at the same time there's this kind of weird ethereal purple glow around you and it, it just feels off like it's hard to breathe a little bit um, you don't really know why you're also still raging and you're kind of mad and right in front of you also prone um, on the ground is Rayla the um, the half elf rogue who you tackled into the the shadow pool and you're in this place as you look up you see um, to the left of you is a very three very large pillars you're on this kind of bridge that extends to the other side of a old stone fortress and in on the side of you about um uh 25 feet away uh is narsendrell and in front of him lying down on an altar is a human male he's older um and you can only assume that this might be drake Bloodmoon. but you're also super mad so maybe you don't understand any of this because <laughs> you're just like in a your eyes are red um and what would you like to do um let's see so i tackled her in here is that pretty much my action for the turn just tackling no so right so here? so what's happening is as we're coming into this new area mm-hmm. uh, initiative is kind of reset in the order that you guys came in so you you two are basically first the other thing i want to set the scene for is Narsendrell and this human man um, that's that's tied down on an altar um, uh, are surrounded by this uh, these three large uh, construct pillars, and in between them you do see this kind of uh, wavy force field um, in between, and it's there's three pillars, there's two on the sides, and then there's one behind him, and they're just kind of it's this 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 electrical force is kind of coming off of them. It's it's a, it's a see-through 
field, but you but you do see it's almost like looking through a um, kind of a spectral glass, you know. Um, so something's up about that. Uh, it, how much you glean from all that, you're you, it's it's all happening very fast. <laughs> I think I think Yenny sees um, Narsen Drell and is like, yeah. "You, you know, she she'd probably want to run straight at him." Okay. So, which would lead her probably directly to the force field. Okay. So let's see what that does. All right. <laughs> I love it. You're going to run straight at the pillars or at the at, at the force field, the protective field. Uh, you run straight at Narsendrell. He's just kind of looks up at you and he's like, hmm. Nice of you to drop in. And <laughs> and you you're ah, make a run towards the force field. Um, I need you to make a intelligence save. Oh, yeah. Yanny's got this one covered. She ages 10 more years. Intelligence save. Okay. Uh, 11. Oh, Yanny. That's good, right? (laughs) That sound is good. Okay. With a concussive blast... You get pushed back 20 feet. And I'm sorry for what's about to happen. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is this is why that I love you, but happened earlier is because of this moment right now. that's about to happen. You guys have all been really great. Just know that whatever happens, I just love you. I love you. I promise. Okay. You take 37 points of force damage. <laughs> and you are all and you are knocked prone again. <laughs> just no! you just <clears throat> sliding back and then just landing on your we'll say you land on your back um and slide a couple of feet just <clears throat> it feels like you just got hit by um the combination of being shocked by an, uh, by an electrical jolt and like you know those obstacle courses in Wipeout where you just get smacked by like a big foam like thing is like bam <laughs> you just like get knocked back uh, and that's that's your turn. That was an intelligence save. Was that to decide not to do it, or could she have reasoned her way through the force field? No, it, I, I, <laughs> for for reasons that if you want to figure out later, um, the the force is protected. In a way that I have, I have chosen to make it an intelligence save. I don't want to figure that out at all. Um, right. Now, that was your movement. I will say, as your action, you can still do something. <laughs> like run at the force field again? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can just do it again. Uh, well, I probably just need to get myself up from prone. Can I just do like a, like a, like a flip? Like go on yes, I will let you do a cool... Um, I will let you do a cool... <laughs> I'll let you do a cool like um, what, whatever those things are called, like crab flip. You know, where you're just, <laughs> and you're just so mad. All and right. Meanwhile, to see it, so we don't. Yeah. No. Nobody. Well, Rayla sees that and she's like, oh, oh, that's quite impressive. So I have to hurt you. And uh, she's she stands up. She she was also prone. Um, and oh, actually, well, yeah, she, she's a show go first. So she is going to lunge at you. And well, she doesn't get sneak attack, but she's gonna try to attack. Uh, fifteen. Um, yes, it just hits. Yanny. 
And that's going to be seven points uh, halved, so three points slashing damage. And then here's the other attack is 19. That's going to be seven points, so three points slashing damage. So six points total. She will also get uh, sneak attack damage. <laughs> I know I'm being really vague. Uh, so take an additional 12 points of, of damage. Just... <laughs> just secretly, just out of nowhere. Yeah. The construct flanked you. <laughs> it's not a construct. Just a you know, rogues. Rogues get advantage when there is an ally within five feet. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right. Um, after that, Narsandrell actually gets a turn. He is going to he. Well, he's gonna go back to what he was doing before as Yenny came in, which is kind of casting he's sort of and he's like doing this chanting um and the body of this human man um identified uh, unidentified uh starts to this this kind of ethereal purplish blackish kind of uh spirit starts lighting uh gliding up and um, and and lifting him off of the altar, um, he's his body is chained, but like his arms are is kind of are lifting up a little bit, and that's that's what Narsandrell does. Um, at that point, Deidre, you come flying through, and you end up on the left side of of Narsandrell. Um, so you are not on the same side as Yenny. You're if if sort of the lower left, Yenny's on the upper section. Um, so you're separated, but you see Narsandrell, you see Rayla and Yenny uh, facing off a good distance away, and that's where you are. So now you have a turn, and you see these big um, construct towers that are providing this force field around Narsandrell. And the red cloak, she's still the by red Yenny, cloak, right? She's over with Yenny. She's, you, you come in right as she's like, you're kind of stabbing. And I did not see Yenny's... Um... Getting the, you did not the see Yenny get pushed back by the force field, yeah. Okay. Well, then, I, I, I know what I came here for. I'm going for the cloak. All right. You do <laughs> see the force field. It, it is Priorities. obvious. It's, it's, not a, it's not a completely see-through thing. So I will say you notice that there is something in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to you if you want to try to just, like, run through it or if you want to try to climb the wall that the construct uh, tower is on. I'm um, very good at climbing. I don't know if we've mentioned this. That that's uh, like I, I know. It's the one things. thing she does. It's the one thing she does. <laughs> Aside from um, everything else that I do really well. Okay, so you want to scale the wall? Um, it's about a, like it's about like a fifteen foot parapet um, section of the wall that you can kind of make your way around the construct tower. Okay, I'll my say thirty feet, and I my. My whole shebang with second story work is that basically I can climb. Um, it doesn't cost me any additional movement to climb. Like I. All right. So for attacking reasons, about 20 feet away from Rayla, 25 feet away from Yenny. And I'm on top of that wall thing. Uh, yeah, you're 15 foot uh, sight line above them. How far away, how many feet am I from them? Uh, what did I just say? Uh, 25 feet. 
so nobody ooh oh darn it I already did my movement never mind I can't retcon that I, f I haven't used lightning lure effect effectively once and I'm like this would actually be a really smart time to use that dang it Jen <laughs> idiot is that action does it require your movement it's it's a cantrip but it's it's only got a 15 foot range ah Mm. Well, I can use your bonus action to dash if you want. Mm. I like the idea of trying to pull her. I just feel like it was stupid for me to go up the wall. I didn't think about it till just now. Can I get my one mulligan? What? You've got a whole bonus action that you can use to move and then a whole action. But you I don't do want to drop you want. myself. Okay. Is she on top or she climbed down? She's on I'm top on of top. the wall. Oh, okay. But can I get, can I stay on the wall and get within 15 feet of her? Uh, yes. Because based on these squares, it looks like I could. Okay. Then, yes. Deidre can get to basically the very edge of this sort of octagonal tower that this construct is on. And there's one on each side, this kind of crumbling shadow chasm that, that this section of the, the building is on. And you put your foot up on the, the edge, like, you know, what's that? Drink the pirate guy. <laughs> Captain Morgan. Yeah, like Captain Morgan style. You like put your <laughs> leg up. Um, I don't drink. <laughs> Sorry. Um, just no commercials. You want to cast lightning lure? Yes. Do it to it. She has to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Strength save. She rolled a one. Hmm. Yeah, that's not going to save. Uh, uh, Rayla goes back to make another stab attack just for flavor at Yenny, kind of flipping her... Um, flipping her knife around and, and drops it <laughs> and it just loses, uh, loses the knife. And she kind of looks back up at you and like, Oh, and then what happens? The, uh, a bolt of lightning come down from the top of this wall and she gets pulled uh, 10 feet in a straight line toward me, which would basically be pulling her up. Pulling so her up theory, in a diagonal. Would, yeah. At a diagonal. Ooh. So, um, if this works oh, out, this will, I've been sitting on this spell for so long. Yeah, yeah, this is so it. This is the moment. She so, takes uh, yeah. 15, um, 15 lightning damage. Um, or sorry. Uh, yeah, because she's 15 feet away. So that mm -hmm. would put her within five feet of me. So she would take 15 lightning damage. And then in theory, she would fall down as well. Does it, does it just disintegrate after that? It's almost like uh, Mortal Kombat, like, get over here. Okay, and, it, and it's, but it's not like she's she's not still restrained. It, it just sort of fizzles out. No, it's just like lightning bolt comes out, okay. yanks her up, and then... Gotcha. Okay, so she doesn't take any damage from dropping five feet, but she does take the damage of lightning and kind of gets pulled away from Yenny, like, ah! I mean, it'd be five root two, but... You know, let's move on. Uh, thank you. That's That, that was awesome. Great, great. Um... At that point, Igneous pops in. He is going to pop in on the other side, the right side, for those that are following along, the right side of the upside down triangle uh, where the constructs are. Igneous, you see um, no one around you, but you see Narsendrell. You see a mysterious man being his essence being sort of pulled away. Narsendrell is kind of concentrating on a spell of some kind. You see a cross from this weird force field thing in between these three towers. Deidre has uh, just kind of yanked with a lightning lure um, Rayla, who was 
uh, and you see Yenny, who is kind of like uh, on the same side of this this long bridge that goes into a misty kind of cavernous uh, tower. What do you do? Is it kind of dark in there? It's no. It, it, I'd say it's it's kind of like just a like a weird uh, foggy day, but it's it's like everything's the same. However, however, I have a however too, so you go for it. <laughs> however, there is this is. I'm not going to say where this is, but first of all, it's it's acrid and it smells weird and it's uh, it's bracing and there's this kind of like harsh feeling on your skin. Both of you like uh, uh, Deidre, you felt all this, too. I'm, I'm not going to explain it each time, but but you you feel all this stuff and it's like, oh, this is <laughs> really hard to breathe. And, and it's just, it's like breathing in metal filings and like asbestos. It's like not Ugh. great. <laughs> this is not a nice place to vacation, um, but you do sense something about your shadow monk training. You sense like, hey, there are a lot of shadows here. In fact, it seems to be made up of shadows. And that part <laughs> of your training and your essence gives you a sense of like, I could go anywhere. <laughs> Even though you don't see any shadows, you get the sense that everything is shadow. Oh, this is weird. This is, this is probably not good, but, uh, and, uh, he'll take a deep breath and, uh, grab a pouch that he has into his hand and attempt to shadow step right in the, into the force field behind Narsen Drill. All right. Super I need you to make an intelligence power. saving throw. No, hoping not for that, but he wouldn't have known anyway, so <laughs> here we go. Attempt. Melvin's not here because he's in a different plane. I have negative one to intelligence saving throws, and here we go. Oh, five. Oh, you disperse into um, into shadow, and your your ethereal form goes forward and you sense I'm getting closer I'm getting closer I'm, I'm I'm going to do this and all of a sudden you hit what feels like a massive kind of shock to your system and you get pushed back uh, essentially kind of where you were but in a in a sliding force um, uh, okay and you take 27 points of force damage Ugh. And you are knocked prone. Okay. On the same side where you were. Well, that's just my bonus action. Um, I will stand up. <sighs> half my movement. Kind of shake your head. Uh, which leaves 25 feet of movement. And uh, I'm going to climb one of those turrets. The one also behind Narsendrell. So over here. Whichever way is away from where Narsendrill is facing. Hot, higher plat platform where I want to. I want to like climb up, and I have my like super monk climbing ability that yeah. doesn't use. Yeah, I'll well, see so you get up. You doesn't get use extra, so just to be able to see if potentially I could jump down into it, or if there's a force field on the top. Does it have a ceiling? Uh, yes. All right. Well, I'm up there, and I see that it has a ceiling. Okay, so you're up on that higher platform on the right. Um, um, from there, I would see the melee going on. Yep, and you see the others. To the side. Um, I'll take out one of those mystery darts Okay. that I recovered and throw it at Rayla. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, give me uh, 
Give me an attack. 20. 20. Um, I'll say, yeah, it's it's 20 feet. I'll say that. Um, from where she is. She... <laughs> Trying not to poke a hole in, in Deidre's cloak. Oh, damn. Didn't work. <laughs> Um, she has, she has, uh, she has some, she has, she kind of looks at it and she tries to grab it out of the air, but it misses and it stabs her in the neck. Ah, what did I pay for these gloves for? Ah. Um, and go ahead and roll two D six. Four total. Okay. And then roll a D four cause it's D four dart damage. One on a d4. Okay, so she takes four points of poison damage and one point of piercing damage. And... Uh, 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 and uh, Rilla's poisoned. Nice. With a nasty poison. Serve uh, right. that, that's your turn? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we Melbourne falls out from the ethereal um, transporting boom, kind of right where Igneous was and just bang, 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 bang. And you clank down uh, prone on the ground. You see all the stuff that we've said before. Um, there's, you know, force fields. There's people. Uh, you see Igneous kind of up on this tower. Um, Narsen Drill is kind of oh, yes, yes, not. and uh, you, you don't see Theo yet, but but uh, that's that's what you see. What I'm would gonna you like do to do? The same dumb thing that everyone else is because I wouldn't know any better. <laughs> I'm gonna try to misty step into the uh, into the triangle of doom. There, <laughs> you just yeah, Igneous. You hear a clang clang, and then <laughs> yells. He yells out something. And you're like, don't worry. <laughs> I've got this. Uh, and then uh, so you misty step. Yep. Give me an intelligence saving throw. All right. Uh, my saving throws get plus four. I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and so my intelligence is plus three. So 27. Nice. Nice. Excellent. So smart. You still get pushed back 30. Uh, t- uh, sorry. Uh, 15 feet. So <laughs> and you get pushed back. Ugh. But on the plus side, Melbourne, you only take half damage. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping I would get through because I knew I had a decent intelligence score. Yeah, you, you did great, um, but it still is impenetrable. Uh, so I rolled 19, so half of that, let's we'll call that uh, nine. Okay. Nine damage. Nine uh, damage. Force damage. And you slide back and you are prone right back where you started. <laughs> I will get up. And you're like, what was that? Um... Can I? Igneous, you just hear this clang, clang, clang. Melvin's here. Can I look at this pillar? Uh, uh, I, yeah. I have sure. an action left. I don't know what else I'm going to do. Um, you can look at it. I'd like to, like, investigate the pillar and see. Okay. Since clearly, I, I assume I would be smart enough to know that I, that the force field was being caused by those. Do you want to, do you want to try guess, to figure out if that's what the force field is causing guess, or... T- t- tell me, tell me what I just see with these pillars, because I didn't quite yeah, follow. Yeah, so, when we first so there is a uh, 
a 30 foot tall construct pillar made of metal, wood, iron, stone kind of. And then there's this sort of uh, purplish um, glowing electrical force that's that's uh, pulsing through the center of it, almost like. And then from that on the sides are these little um, uh, these little alcoves where this this uh, force energy is pulsing through and in this kind of see through translucent waves. Um, uh, it's, it's impressive, but it's also very disconcerting that, that and you don't know what it is or what it, what it looks like. It looks very similar. Actually, it looks very similar to the thing that Bato constructed in some ways. Hmm. In, 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 but, but it's not the same thing. But it's but it's this big construct tower, and that's what each one of them is. And that and you see these little alcoves, and, and that's where the force energy is uh, connecting them together. And you you said that it, is it surrounded in the energy, or it's coming out of it, and like the pillar itself it's coming is out of it, sort of like like a central slit on you know like sort of like a sixty degrees. If you're looking down on it, uh, one of them's going up sixty degrees, and one of them's going out like one twenty degrees, mm-hmm. and then so it's making this triangle. I, so I, it's not I, the whole thing is not surrounded. It's just just sort of. I want to I want to attack the pillar. <laughs> okay. Make an attack. Okay. What what are we doing right now? Attacking the pillar, Jeff. You're not here yet. Shut up. All right. Uh, so with my two attacks, one of the one of them would be one of them would be a twenty nine. The other would be a twenty two. <laughs> Those both hit. Okay. Uh, Give me some damage. One of them will do pillar damage. Eight plus eight radiant. And the other okay. is nine plus four radiant. So, so that's a total of 12 radiant and 17 uh, regular <laughs> damage. All right. You smash into this thing with this. And the force field starts to flicker a little bit on the side where you hit it. It doesn't go away, but it is weak. It is weakened. All right. And it kind of grumbles for a second, and then it kind of hums back to normal. And Narsandrell, who's in the middle, kind of goes, yes, the muck. And he turns to you and he says, no. No, I didn't think so. Yes. That's your turn. Yes, it is. So for this... Attack um, the pillars! All right, Melbin says, and Theo, you tumble out of the sky over the chasm. Goodbye! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Well, goodbye. <laughs> no, Followed no, no. by four wolves. <laughs> I almost I almost did that like a random roll and like one of them was the chasm and and like somebody would just like start falling down but 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 be lost forever but we'll see um all right so you you fall down on the other side of the chasm where Deidre was who is not there anymore (laughs) and you see all the things you see and you just come you come in right as Melbourne is smacking into this pillar Hit that, not that. <laughs> and you see Narsen Drell look back and he says, no, 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 I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot happening here. Yeah. 
Um, gosh, I wonder if my dogs are going to come with me. Maybe I'll just wait a second and see what happens. After a second. Nerd! 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 Yes! They all fall into the chasm. Naro's Barky, <laughs> Snoop Wolfy Wolf, Rover, Rover Cleveland, and Pam. <laughs> One of them teleports right over the chasm and just Pam. goes, no! Pam! Pam! Pam is lost Pam. to the ether of, of the oh. Shadowfell. <laughs> oh, no. We barely knew ye. We barely knew Pam. Okay, uh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> she was the funny one. She she kept the group light. <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna say that uh, Gnarls Nar- Barkley, uh, uh, Barky is, is over. He kind of teleports over near Melbourne, so oh, so Melbourne's not okay. Alone. All right. Uh, well, I'm not gonna worry about them right now. Um. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say, uh, Melbourne, oh, what's happening? Is a free action. Yep. So much attack the pillar. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay. I guess I'll uh, run over and attack the pillar. That's kind of by what he's attacking. Okay, on the other side, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. I guess I'll hit it All with right. my club and be like, uh, "Take." You this. still have shillelagh, I think. I do. Ha- I, yeah, I would have the shillelagh. Okay, so. Okay, let's see. I rolled a one automatic miss. Oh, oh no. Between <laughs> you <laughs> bounced off and hit me in the head. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, Jeff, I need you to roll a D20 for me. Okay. Yes, sir. Five. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say if it's below a 10, you hit the force field. If it's above a 10, you hit the, the construct, but but mm. it just bounces off. It's kind of a bad thing. But you hit the force field. Mm. So. It's not good. You, I need to heal. So <laughs> make an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> no. Saving throw. Okay, that's good. Oh, 21. There we go. All right. Okay. Uh, it pushes you back into. Um, what's this one's name? Uh, that's Rover Cleveland. Rover Cleveland, who goes, Bart! <laughs> and he pushes you back, and um, uh, you you kind of slide into him, and uh, you're going to take 13 points of force damage. Oh, God. What? It's 26, but halved, because you rolled high. Uh. <laughs> and there you go. All right. Uh, Theo's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> And and uh, Rover Cleveland just starts licking your palm and just like, oh, good boy, good boy. All right, is that your turn? Yes. All right. Uh, we are all here in the same place. Uh, you're in this terrible place. I need which is really of... what's most important. We're yes. together. Yeah, we're um, here together. Uh, so speaking of the terrible place, it's hard to breathe. It's terrible. There's uh, there's this <sighs> kind of distant screaming. That's 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 ear piercingly terrible. Plus all this humming. I need everybody to roll a wisdom saving throw. No. If that includes the wolves, Gnarls Barkley gets plus four. <laughs> My friend. Yeah. That's a seven. Uh, good at that. 14. 17 for me. 
11 for Yenny. 16 for Melvin. Wisdom save. Do you want me to roll for the wolves? Uh, um, uh, just just roll roll one time for all of them. Okay. Ooh. They have a plus one to their um, wisdom. Uh, and it's a 10 for them. Except for Gnarls who gets four. Oh yeah, Gnarls gets plus four. Sorry. So 14 for Gnarls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay, so all of you succeed except Yenny, Deidre, and <laughs> Rover Cleveland and <laughs> Snoop Wolfy Wolf. Snoop Wolfy Wolf. Um, uh, Yenny and Yenny and Deidre, I need you to roll on a, a, D, a D100. Oh no, that's the, never good. The surrounding 78. of this... 78, okay. Um, Deidre, you, uh, you are... The stress of this area is causing an overpowering urge to eat something strange such as dirt slime or or uh scraping the ground just to get something um in your belly because you just feel super hungry right now um, but i'm still up yeah, on the top of the wall right you're still up on the wall you just you just feel insatiable like ah, you kind of like it's it, it's it's a it's a it's a Mad hunger. Um, Yenny, what did you? Iron like, deficiency is what it sounds. Yeah, it's like. an iron deficiency. Pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-eight for Yenny. Twenty-eight. Um, <laughs> Yenny, you suddenly just kind of seize up. You become incapacitated, and you spend. Uh, you spend. Hold on. D ten. You spend two minutes. Laughing, screaming, or weeping. What? <laughs> that's two a minutes, lot of minutes. That's a long time. I guess I'm already that's raging. So twenty turns. Screaming. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, so, so, I will say, we'll half that time. We'll we'll just say you spend one turn. We'll we'll just say you spend one turn. Just you can you can choose laughing, weeping, or screaming. <laughs> I'll do screaming. It's more metal. Okay. Yeah, and you just start clearly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need something wrong if she does it's like that. Rage, panic. Um, yeah, it's 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 a little bit different. Um, these are madness effects. Um, so, all right, good times. Going mad in the Shadowfell. <laughs> uh, that's that's the that's the layer action. And Yenny, it's your turn. Um, you are screaming your head off, but you still get to do stuff. Oh, I I do still get to do stuff. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, oh no, wait. You're incapacitated. Yeah, I'm so you incapacitated. Don't. You're just screaming, I'm yelling so much. Yeah. You're just screaming, so that you spend your turn screaming. Rayla notices this, taking taking the opportunity to go over, and stab you. Uh, unfortunately, she has advantage because you are incapacitated. Didn't she drop her dagger? Well, she picked it up. Wow. She goes over, what a picks it up, and stabs. So, oh, oh, really? With advantage? Rolled a 10 and a 4. 
All right, and then the second attack is 17 and 18. So 18? Yep, that will hit. All right. So you take eight plus sneak attack, uh, 21 points of damage. Uh, so that's uh, 29 halved because you're raging. So that'll be, what is that? 14 that or 14? 14. 14. Okay. <sighs> I know what's wrong with you, but I'm going to put you out of your misery. Ah! <laughs> and yeah, he just keeps screaming. Uh, Narsen Drell. Uh, has looked back at uh, after Narsen is Deidre's turn. Uh, so prep yourself, Deidre, uh, followed by Igneous. But Narsen Drell looks at Melbin and everything that has come around, and he's like, you're not going to ruin this for me. This man has to be punished. And he is... Um, He is going to uh, raise up his hand uh, towards towards uh, Melbin, and uh, uh, all of a sudden, this um, next to you, this floating purple spectral, um, say like a a, a big mace. Um, it's like this glowing purple mace that's sort of. Uh, see-through just uh, appears next to you and uh, that's that's that is actually a bonus action to cast spiritual weapon and then it's going uh, Narsen oh gosh Jeff. Uh, Narsen Drell is going to look um, look to the left where no actually He's not, but he's not going to attack Igneous because he thinks he, he Igneous might still be on his side. So, um, so he's going to uh, shoot a guiding bolt at you. I mean, I'm just chilling like a gargoyle up there. I. I'll wait and see how this turns out. Uh, does a 15 hit? Um, no, it does not. Okay, so you see this this uh, light, this kind of uh, light blast past you, and you dodge out of the way uh, without without trouble. And he's like blast, and he just tries to go back to chanting. Uh, that is his turn, um, and now it's your turn, followed by Igneous. Okay, how far away is he from me? He is uh, within the force field, but he is uh, about 25 feet. Well, I still want my uh, my cloak. <laughs> so she's still she's she's still like awake a little bit. Who? Rayla. Rayla. Yeah. Rayla just stabbed Yenny. Oh, yeah, that's not cool. So I want to get as close to her as I can. Ideally, I want to try Okay, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to take my very cool metallic green ring that I've been sitting on for a hot minute. And I'm going to twist it on my finger and I'm going to go, Don't 
Stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. And uh, I'm going to uh, climb down. And I'm going to attack Rayla. Yep. And I'm assuming Just that climbing down, call. I'm able to bypass this. Like, yeah, I don't, don't worry about I'm... climbing down. It's fine. <laughs> okay. You just hop down. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to uh, attack her. Okay. Um. Oh, and that's a nat 20, baby. So that's a 30 to hit. Oh, uh, let's hear it. Please. Uh, I hit her and I hit her hard. I'll be like, some people really just can't pull off a deep crimson red. Um, so that's gonna be it's, the thing is I don't get my uh, my sneak attack um, or whatever. So it's that's uh, you don't. Yenny's right there. Oh, is Yenny? Yenny's right there. So okay. So then that'll be eleven and nineteen. So it's gonna be thirty damage. Or do I roll my? Do I get double on my sneak attack too? Okay, so 30 damage plus another 19, so it's going to be 49 damage. Woo! Wait, total? Yeah. Okay, so an additional 19. Okay. And then remind me what the ring did. I, I already forgot. The ring gives me haste. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right on. All right, 49. Yeah, Rayla just... Uh, Deidre comes up and... Step, 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 step. <laughs> just like, ah, ah! And she cowers in uh, it just ow, 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 ow. take it take it <laughs> just take the cloak damn it um and yeah she just gets stabbed a bunch she's still up but uh she's definitely definitely well, been stabbed gonna... a couple of times in the back and you're very you're very precise to stab where it's not going to damage the cloak you're sort of like well if i am going to hit the cloak of... i'm going to do it along the seams so i'm not actually yeah. like because then you can bend it. I was thinking like it's a lot of like uh, shoulder pierces, you know, like and, and neck and stuff like that. But you're kind of avoiding the yeah. <laughs> Uh But with precision and accuracy. So with my haste, okay. I get to attack one more time. Okay. Uh, my second attack, I think, was a 26 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that hits. That hits, girl. Okay. So I stab her again. Like I want her to go down. All right. Okay, sounds good. So then, yeah, I just do 15 damage. All right. Let's just round it up to 35. She's still pretty hurt. She's 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 still yeah. standing. Yeah. Man. She's like y'all. She's she's a higher level, but she's she's pretty hurt. <laughs> you stabbed her a bunch. You caused a lot of damage. Real stab. Uh, Why? Real, Why she's real stab. Die. Stab real bad. She's like. <sighs> All right, wait till I have a turn. And um, uh, that's your turn. Uh, Igneous, you're up. Igneous would like to... You heard to... Melvin yell out, uh, hurt the pillar or something like that. I forget what you Igneous heard. would like to hurt the pillar. All right, you're hurting the big pillar on the right. Um, go ahead and make some attacks. Right, I'll punch it with my cold hand. It's a 27. Now that you know you can punch him, I'm going to actually give labels. Punching pillar. 27 two. hits. 15 damage. Okay. Psst. 
15. Still functioning? Need more yes. punching? Yes, still functioning. Can I keep hitting things with my cold hand or do that? I think you said that was basically once per turn, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Other hand. Ooh, 13. 13 damage? Mm, no, 13 to hit. But uh, it's a pillar, hits. so I feel like I hit it. You hit it, but it if it doesn't have the doesn't same the impact, full. so it doesn't cause any damage, unfortunately. All right, bonus action, hit the pillar. Yeah. 18. Uh, 18 will hit. Nine damage. Nine damage. Kind of fizzles a little bit. Hmm. All right, so that one weakened. Not the shield that Melvin was weakening, but it hit the shield that's in front of Yenny and... Deidre. All right, noted. Um, not too much I can do beyond that. Can I hex a pillar? I can hex something right now. Uh, can you hex a pillar? I, I don't. Uh, does hex That's up to you? Does, well, no. Does hex say you can hex a, a thing? I'll look it up. Hex, hex, hex. I mean, probably not. But I'm I fairly confident it's this creature. A creature. So no, you can't hex it. You try it, you kind of reach out to do it and it just, it doesn't feel like you can. Okay, I will hex Narsen Drell then. You can do that. Done. So he is hexed. Impairing wisdom, just in okay. case that's something. All right, sounds good. He is hexed. Um, okay. Uh, Melbin, you're up followed by Theo. Cool, I'm uh, gonna attack the pillar that's by me. Again, okay. pillar one. Pillar one, give an attack. Uh, all right, I'm going to do first attack. Is a 26 to hit. That'll hit. Is 13 regular damage and two radiant. All right, so... You smash into the side of the pillar, um, the the section that uh, is connecting the force field um, fizzles and kind of steams out. And there's this large wave of energy that the force field kind of disappears. Um, so you have disintegrated the force field, but there is a shock wave of after effect um, that kind of. Uh, shocks out at you and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And also uh, Gnarl's Bark. Okay, so it doesn't only affect me. Uh, is this one... Well, you can tell me this in a second. Um, dex saving throw. De uh, Gnarl's gets plus four. Oh no. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen is going to fail, unfortunately. Gnarl's got like a 22. Okay, nice. Gnarl's will succeed. Does the Melvin, mace get hit with the shockwave? Uh, it, it's immune to the effects. Um, Melvin, you're going to take 28 points of lightning damage. And Gnarl's will take 14. <laughs> so it shocks you. Um, but the force field in between pillar one and pillar two... Uh, on the right side of the triangle is no more. Exploding. That wasn't Yeah, that wasn't Bozing. a spell, right? 
What? That wasn't a spell, right? No, it was a okay. force field. <laughs> I never get hit with spells. I got resistance. All right. Um, cool. Uh, so I still have another attack. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I will. I'm going to beat Andrell. Um, so I'm going to attack right. him. That's a 20 to hit. Uh, okay. So as you go to attack, I need you. You slam down with your mace hammer or uh, axe hammer. And then as you get to the point where Narsandrell is just kind of like, you know, kind of concentrating. And uh, I need you to make a different character. What is his name? I think it's um, uh, wisdom. Okay. So yeah, make a wisdom saving throw, please. I'm just checking something. No, that's checks. Okay. I get advantage on wisdom checks, but not saving throws. Okay. Make a wisdom saving throw. Plus eight plus four. Uh, 17 plus four. 21? 21. That'll succeed. Okay. So uh, he he has oh, wait, a sorry. zone. Na- I read that wrong. 19. 19. It still succeeds. All right. He has zone of righteous ig- indignation. Um, which is a 15-foot radius sphere of magical confusion, um, but it uh, it does not affect you. So, uh, save DC 12. Okay. Um, so you attack him. Okay, so that hits? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to use uh, Divine Smite on him level th- with a level 3 spell. Okay. So one of these... Plus this. Okay. Sorry, He's wearing this this um, uh, white and or sorry black and purple kind of cool plate armor. So it, there's part of you that almost appreciates like oh that's kind of cool, um, but you're just gonna wail into him. So okay, uh, he takes fifteen points of whatever an axe does, slashing damage, and then chop chop damage. Twenty four, twenty six. Seven is thirty-two, thirty-three, uh, thirty-three points of radiant damage. So what's total? Uh, thirty-three plus fifteen, forty-eight. Forty-eight. Dang, not too bad. All right. Ah! And he yells out in pain as this axe strike hits him from behind. He's going to make a concentration check. He'll succeed. He keeps his zone of righteous indignation. I can't say that. Indignation up. Correct. You have another attack? Nope, that's Or no, that, that was your attack, because you attacked the thing. I guess I still have okay. a bonus action. Uh, do I have anything sure. that would be useful? <laughs> uh, you tell nope. me, buddy. I do not. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to be Theo... Okay. Uh, not feeling great. Going to <laughs> Rebecca is um, there next to you, as well as uh, S- Snoop, Wolfie Wolf, and Rover Cleveland. Yes, they are. First, I will cast my Unicorn Aura. Okay. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna move up a little bit. Okay. The aura. The aura is thirty foot radius. Yeah, it needs to hit me and Melvin. 
gonna do my roll for me. Oh gosh, that was not a great roll. But Melvin will get 11 points of uh, healing. I need that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm good. Wolves. Wolf time. Okay. They're going to... Uh, can they go around the bottom of the pillar here to go around? No. It's a wall. Oh man. All right. They're all going to attack the pillar. Okay. They're going to use their pack tactics. Yes. <laughs> it's a pillar, so... It's a pillar. I don't think they need advantage. Okay. So I missed it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. okay. Let's, let's see if the claws do any damage to the pillar. <laughs> They're just going to be like, right. scratch, 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 scratch. Like, like my scratch. dog at the bathroom door. <laughs> All right. So an uh, 11 to hit. That'll miss. No. Doesn't quite, doesn't quite make it. It's like a dog just jumps up in the air, but then it doesn't uh, quite hit. 17 to hit. That'll hit. And then an 18 to hit. Uh, that will hit as well. Okay, so that's, uh, okay, 16 total damage. Got another low roll. But, uh, it has to do a strength saving throw where it goes prone. <laughs> so, it would be lying down. It actually, it actually succeeds on that. Dang it. Because it's You know, I didn't killer. hear you roll. I didn't re- hear you roll, though, which is... Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay. Hold on, let me you, check you again. Didn't, you didn't show it. Yeah, it's still good. Okay, can it's I a see pillar? The, can I see the roll or? Um... Yeah, it's. it's oh, good. yeah, okay, there it is. I, okay. He rolled right. a fifty on his d twenty. Yeah, it's a pillar. Because oh. that's what the rules say. I'm just reading. Rules. Pillars have plus thirty to standing up. It's their one thing. <laughs> Literally what they're Although, built for. I mean, this is the podcast where, where you know, Weston mo- rolled yeah. a 30 on an immovable rod and moved it. So anything it's not is impossible. possible. If anything's anything possible. possible. You, you would have to have a divine intervention to to make a pillar fall prone, I think. I don't know. They're pretty good dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty hurt already. <laughs> but it's not. It's still standing. So, okay. Right, that's, that's your turn. All right. Top of the round, I need everybody once again to make a wisdom saving throw. 25. 28. Pass. Nine. That succeeds. That will fail. Jenny, come on. Why? You have to get off a single attack. That's going to fail. Oh, nine. Oh, that's going to fail. Igneous. Yenny and Deidre, uh, I need you to roll um, uh, D100. 33 for Yenny. Okay, 33. Uh, you become frightened, and you must use your movement and action to flee from the source of fear. I'll let you choose what you're afraid to, afraid of, but uh, you have to use your action this turn. I to, to cannot move. be charmed or frightened while raging. Ooh, okay. So it nothing happens basically to you. You just are still angry. 24. 24. Um, you, you spend your turn this time screaming, laughing, or weeping, and you become incapacitated. And what'd you get, Deidre? I have a 39. Okay, Can 39. I choose all three? Yes. 
39, uh, you begin babbling and you're incapable of normal speech or spellcasting. <laughs> so I've eaten dirt <laughs> and I'm babbling. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, so good. Oh, this is good dirt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she's reverted back to her old accent. <laughs> yeah. Deidre oh, is just oh. having a tough time. Uh, this this place. What's all this dirt doing around here? <laughs> Let me just eat the dirt. Deidre. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's Yenny's turn. Yenny spends her turn <laughs> running away from. What are you running away from? No, because of, of the rage. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> okay, that's right. Uh, you would have run away, but you're super angry. Yeah, the only thing I'm running away is towards Rayla. And Rayla's <laughs> right there. She just got stabbed a whole bunch. Oh, she's going to get stabbed some more. <laughs> okay. Uh, Deidre might not get that cloak because I'm going to mess her up. Oh, no. Do yeah, the axe sure. thing. Can't you turn it into a crazy... Activate the axe or whatever. Ooh, is there like a third secret activation where I can make it a mega axe, Chris? The uh, the axe you hear says like, Hey, uh, hey, Yenny, uh, I don't know what's going on here. This is some crazy place, but now's the time. Like, we got to do the thing. Concentrate real hard. I know okay. you're super angry. Let's take out this chick. All right. Give me all you got, axe. <laughs> Go for uh, the swing. Get, get, give it rack, roll an attack. All right. 22. 22. All right. Um, okay. Here's what happens. Uh, the, you swing with the attack and the blade detaches and starts rotating like a spinning blade discus. <laughs> uh, give me a, um, it's a Beyblade. It's a Beyblade. Yes. Um, <laughs> towards Rayla's neck. Uh, give me a... Give me some damage for your blade. Okay. Um, should I go with... Like, the, the the whip damage is technically a low, a smaller dice than the battle axe it, it, damage? No, it's going to be the battle axe damage. Okay, okay, great. Thank you. Um, Oh yeah, uh, seventeen. Okay, so it flies out, and then so fast, just kind of, and it goes out about like thirty feet, and and Rayla just looks at you, like, <laughs> and then you see her head just kind of slowly start to fall forward. <laughs> And as it's falling forward, the blade comes back, boomerang style, and then <laughs> goes right through it and clinks on back onto the handle, the hilt of the axe. As Rayla uh, slumps forward, um, her head. Is the how's the cloak? Like what's the, the status? The cloak, the cloak is not uh, touched at all because the, wow! the because the decapitation happens right at the neck and uh, the cloak was the the hood was not on her head at the, that time um, because it it fell down uh, during the teleportation so she has become uh, decapitated her body falls down uh, she she falls down and the cloak 
falls off of her decapitated body right in front of your feet, Deidre. <laughs> uh, Yenny points I'm too Deidre. Busy. Too busy shoving like dirt and mumbling to myself to like And you hear the blood axe That was the coolest thing I ever did. Thank you so much. I have fulfilled my purpose in life. <laughs> Yeti points to Deidre and goes Did it for you, girl. <laughs> Deidre right. just goes, Oh blah 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 That's Deidre <laughs> Uh yeah. Just put my hands on my hips. Oh, Deidre. You're you're not you're not physically acting weird, but Deidre just makes some weird sounds. You can't understand her at all. Uh but it's Narson Drell's turn. Um he is uh okay. All right, here's what's going to happen. He is going to seeing what just happened with the two of you. Uh, first of all, let's take care of Layla. He is going to... Let's see. He's going to do something. He doesn't like what's happening. Can't imagine why. He's going to uh, say, there's no more of this shenanigans, and uh, cause his... Uh, kind of clamp his fist together, his gauntlet, and in front of you, um, uh, where Yenny and Deidre are, all of these small, uh, impish kind of demon-looking creatures, these purple glowing uh, creatures, are floating in front of you. Um, they have, they have like little uh, horns on their heads, and they've got these little like sprightly wings, and they're all uh, floating around with like little loincloths on, and they're like. Ah, purify, purify, and they just they start swinging at you. Uh, this, these are his spirit guardians. Um, uh, I need uh, both of you. Wait, hold on. Enter the area for the first time. Um, oh, you don't do anything yet, but you will on your turn. Uh, Narsandrell is also going to use a legendary action called Unworthy in Thy Presence. Um, I need seeing that Theo is causing uh, trouble at the pillar. Or actually, no, Melbourne is the ultimate threat here. So uh, so he's going to look up and say, I don't think I don't think you should be here anymore. And I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Aha! Uh, oddly enough, my best attribute right now. Okay. 22. 22. You feel your very essence start to get pulled and sink and and you're like oh gosh uh, it's like it's like when you're on a roller coaster and you feel that dip in your stomach mm-hmm. and you're like oh this is not good and then you shrug it off and uh you plant yourself there and even though it's a crappy sucky place to be you manage to stay here and you shake off the effect uh no of unworthy in thy presence and uh it does not work um it's like, ah. Ah, 
I don't know who your patron is, but it's, it's or your. I don't know who your deity is, but it's very strong. You sure you don't know what to work for me? <laughs> I'm positive. All right, Deidre is up, followed by Igneous. Deidre is babbling, but you still get a turn. Okay. Um. Well, I'm still hasty. Yep. So I'm gonna. Can she use cunning action to babble? I mean, sure I not could. on the list. So, I don't... Because he's over... What's this thing that's near me right now? Me and Yenny. Because that's... Abdu- she's oh, dead, Okay, right? sorry. First of all, yeah. First of all, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Another one? Yes. This is a different thing. This is a... Uh, uh, spirit card. Seven. Man, it's like every... Wisdom's like my worst... Yeah, right. seven. Okay. Do I start flinging mud around? Like, what, what's next? Uh, you take nine points of necrotic damage. Oh, sorry. Nine points of radiant damage. Um, I'm, you do, I have resistance and... to radiant damage because I have the Mind Flayer vest. Oh, dang. All right. Well, there you go. See? Uh, so you take half of that. Four. No, your equipment. Four. It's nine, then half, and that's four. Yay! All right, so you, so you take four points. How about that? The le- the the vest came in handy. Hooray! Yay, I love finally. I love it when that happens. You know, accessorizing is always worthwhile. Okay, except so that's for, I wouldn't say that. I except really. you go back, 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 back. <laughs> 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 Yep. Yeah, and he's just like, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so, but there's uh, everybody now, like, because I want to go for him and he's inside the uh, swoop swoop. Still a force field that's very visible. Mm-hmm. I'm, Although, um, I'm going to go over back to pillar zero and I'm going to hit it. Okay. Make an attack. Um, that's going to be a 14 to hit. That just hits. Okay. That's going to be 8 damage. Mm-hmm. Bzz, 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 bzz. Okay, then I'm going to hit it again. All right. Oh, uh, and that's a nat 1. <laughs> oh, you swing into it. Uh, I-, I need you to make a I get D20. distracted by all the dis- dis- delicious dirt that's on the floor. Yeah, you're just like, oh, you said, uh, I need to roll a d20 or roll a d20. If you roll above a 10, you will not hit the force field. That's a 12. Oh, okay. You don't hit the force field. You just clang, but it doesn't really hit a uh, sensitive part of the pillar, so no damage. And I'm, I'm on the ground eating dirt. Okay, but you, you have is haste your second attack? That was your second attack? Yeah. Right on, right on. Okay. All right. Uh, Igneous, you're up. You're at pillar number two. I am crying, weeping, laughing. <laughs> Can I that's do right. stuff in addition to that? Or like, you're, what's my... You're you're incapacitated. So that's that's your turn, unfortunately, for this round. All right. You're I do screaming, all things. screaming, crying, <laughs> <weeping>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and Yanni, you I'll around be you, you've, you basically witnessed in the span of about 12 seconds your axe decapitating uh, Rayla, Deidre babbling and then going over and hitting a pillar, and then <laughs> Igneous <laughs> crying and weeping and, and yelling just like you did a couple seconds ago. <laughs> And you're just kind of witnessing all this in a rage, like, what? Ah! It's like everything's everything normal. is everything's normal. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's that's that. Uh, Melbourne, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna attack Drell. There's a Drell. Okay. Yep. Uh, first attack. Axe side uh, is a seventeen to hit. Misses. Okay. Other side, hammer side. Here's a nat 20. So it's oh, a 30 to hit. Oh, nat 20. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, divine smite that. <laughs> Level three. So I don't think I roll my... I don't roll my divine smite twice, right? Nope. It, it, okay. Uh, you, you... Anything that you roll, you, you double the dice. Oh, yeah. Because really? it... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hang on. All right. So now he's I, not undead, so don't add an undead thing. I'm not. But you do get that extra thing from before. All right, you just want the total damage on that? Yep, give it to me. I know it's a lot. 51 damage. 51. All right, you smacked into him. He's hurting. Very powerful, but he's still up. That's your turn? Yeah. All right. Theo, what you want to do? Oh, let's uh, let's hit that thing with my stick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Thirteen to hit. That will just miss. Darn. Well, uh, good show, everybody. <laughs> uh, what do your wolves do? They're gonna attack. You don't get a second attack. It's just one attack. No. Okay, so yeah. what do the okay what do the wolves do? You get three attacks on the pillar. Mm-mm-mm. You need above a fourteen. Five. All right, hit. Okay. Miss. Okay. And a hit. So two hits. Okay, so uh, gnarls and uh, rover will hit. What's the damage? You know what? I'm just gonna say uh, it's so close. So here's what happens. They they claw and and jump and claw and push at the the sort of forces that are inside. There's wiring. There's there's cogs, and the wolves claw in and then, and the second force field goes down. Ooh! The wolves have clawed away the constructs. However, because they dismantled it, oh, no. I need the wolves and Rebecca. And you, Theo, to make a um, dexterity saving Oh, gosh. For the wolves, I'm going to do them all as one. Yep. Uh, eight. Okay. That's a fail. All right. I'll do Rebecca. 17. Seven? Uh, that's a success. Great. And then I will do a deck save for myself with no bonus. That's a nine. 
Okay, so unfortunately you and the wolves are going to take uh, 23 points of lightning damage. Okay. And Rebecca will take uh, half of that, so uh, 11. Okay. Uh, Gnarls Barkley has gone, has crossed the rainbow Oh, Gnarls. Gnarls. All right. Uh, okay. It was worth so it. That's your turn. Top of the round. Everyone make a wisdom saving throw for madness. <sighs> oh, no. <sighs> Finally. 17. Okay. 21. Yenny and Deidre are not going mad this time. 18. Six. Does that mean am I still speaking gibberish or do I get to no, back out of that? No, you're not. Yeah, not you're, unless you're, you want all of, to. All of the madness effects are, are done. 16 What'd you get? for me. 16. That's, that's a success. Okay. Igneous, 18. what'd you get? 14. 14. Everybody is not mad. Yay! <laughs> okay. Uh, but before your turn, Yenny, Narsendrell is very worried about what's happening here and he is going to use his legendary action. And he says, I can't let you succeed now. You're not seeing reason. I'm afraid I'm going to have to try something different. You're not with me. Then you shall perish. And he's going to flail his arm into the air. And with a, a flurry of yelling strikes he's going to cast flame strike oh boy. vertical column of divine fire roars down from the heavens he's gonna attack melbourne yeah of course he is <laughs> i mean be dumb of him not because you, you're you're smashing on him so he's yeah. he's got to uh so there it is yeah. and make a deck save for me all righty Dex save. Na, 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 22. Save. 22. All right. Oh, wait. So Dex save. No, wait. I lied. That was wrong. Not 22. Seven. 17. 17. That's going to fail. Okay. DC was 18. Wow. So you're going to take 31 points of fire damage. Okay. Um... Oh, sorry, not fire damage. It's actually, if it matters, you're taking 10, uh, 14 points of fire damage and the rest, uh, which is uh, 15 radiant damage. And is that a spell? <laughs> that is a spell. No, <gasps> yay! to spell damage. I only take half of that. So 15 points total then? Yes. Okay. Yay. So just, you, you all see Melbourne get this large column of fire Ow. just from the sky. Just and you're all like, okay, he's dead. Like he he's just melted from sky fire. And just Again. And then it basically like you see Melbourne and his, his armor is just kind of glowing white hot. And it just cools down and he kind of like looks up all... Not this time, Drell. <laughs> no! Keep cool. Why? I, that was such a cool spell. Why did you... How did you... Ah! 
Uh, but he still has his spiritual weapon, so it's going to come up and attack you from behind. Bam! Um, come on, spiritual weapon. Evil spiritual weapon. Um, 20! It hits me. Seven. Seven. Seven right. force damage. Cool. I'm fine. That's not a spell. I mean, that's an attack. Yep. I mean, I'm not fine. I'm badly yeah. hurt, but I'm not okay. dead yet. <laughs> Great. All right. That's Narsen Drell's turn. Uh, now it's Deidre's turn. Oh, that's me. Um, You're I in front of the him. pillar. Oh, yeah. But then that the one. So I'm going to use my hasty movement. Has it been a minute? How has it been a minute? My, uh, my no, it's not. No, it hasn't been a minute. Okay. You, you then I want to run around. I'm like, screw this. I'm tired of trying to hit this pillar. I'm going to run okay. around. Um, right, running and around get to to get to him. I'll let you move me. And then since I'll have people within. Yep. Five feet, I get my advantage, and I'm gonna I'm hit him twice. Okay, go for it. Two attacks. So, first one, 15 to hit. That'll miss. Okay, second one is gonna be 28 to hit. 28 will hit. Uh, 34 damage. Alright, so the first, the first uh, dagger goes... Uh, into the uh, armor and uh, it kind of clinks off of the side but then you find where there's a weakness and uh, stab it inside and uh, find purchase in it. Uh, he winces in pain. Ah, no! Don't you see I'm trying to do good for this world? Why do you fight it? Because it uh, feels good. <laughs> Igneous, you're up. Alright, first up. I'm going to bonus action Cold punch the pillar. Yep. This will uh, be. Bam! <laughs> 15 attack. That'll hit. Pillar, 11 damage. The force field, the final force field, dissipates. Yeah. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. That seems like a very reasonable thing for me to make as a monk. 15. That is going to fail. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, don't you have a thing, though, with dex saves? Yes. I don't want to tell you, but I'll tell you. It's evasion, so it means if it's... Half damage, it's zero damage, and if it's full damage, it's half damage, I believe. Okay, yep. so it's half damage. That's right. All right, so I rolled 25 damage of lightning damage, uh, and so you take 12 damage. <laughs> you punch it, and you're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, worth it. <laughs> All right, pillars are down. My intention, I feel like I can do this with my movement and my action, but if it needs to be a stunt, there's also that. I want to oh, grab yeah, a, my. I want to grab my bag. Yep. That is full of darts, poison darts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I want to run and leap at Narsen Drell. Yep. And remember, Chris, I began okay. this season with a bag over my head, so I yep. want to land and pull this bag over Narsen Drell's head. <laughs> the bag is also filled with poison darts. <laughs> Which I, I feel like would be make it hard to concentrate on various spells. 
if that That's were in back metal. over your That's head. So metal. You are correct. All right, so this is a stunt because it's an accuracy thing of trying to get the hood over his head. Yes. Uh, while flying through the air. So um, uh, let's have you make... Uh, I'm going to have you make a dexterity check. And you will have advantage because you're near Melvin. Are you? Sorry, you'll have plus four to your roll. That is a plus four. That would make it a 25. <laughs> if it's important, there are six darts in this bag. <laughs> well, that's a little important. But, um, okay, roll. <laughs> Everyone's waving their hands in the air. Um, roll uh, 6d4 plus six. Uh, 64 plus 6 would be 23. <sighs> Say the thing. Describe your victory. Hold of darts on his head with a bag yes. of darts. Uh, I mean, I leap <laughs> off of the pillar from up above. It lands squarely with the bag completely over his head and all the darts in it. And then I just like reach back with both my hands and like clap them together on his head to shove all the darts in. <laughs> the cold hand and the fire hand. Yeah. yeah. Smash. Uh, he, with a bag over his head, Naris and Drell falls down unconscious there's some sort of effect with, <laughs> with some of the darts that are probably poisoned um but you wouldn't know because he's he's uh he's done spirit the spiritual mace uh spiritual weapon floating mace goes away um the uh weird effect that was happening to this man that was on the altar in front of you uh dissipates and he kind of crumples back down to the ground. However, the 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 unicorn effect healed healed him where he didn't die. So he's he's kind of still alive through a quick medicine check. You you get the sense Thea that he's alive, but he's he's definitely just kind of he's he's in a coma. He's like he's just out of it because he's been through a lot. So yeah, but you've you've successfully saved him from some sort of fate, uh, which seemed very bad. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Dang this mad place. Uh, we do not know how to leave here necessarily. If anybody within 10 feet of me gets plus four. 27. Yeah. 17. And I think that would put me to 21. 14. Uh, 19. 16. 14. 14. Okay, everybody saved. Yes. You're, you're, you're not mad. Um, no, I'm happy. Uh, yes, you're all happy. Um, <laughs> so you have the unconscious body of Narsendrell. You have the decapitated body of uh, the assassin rogue, uh, half-elf rogue Rayla. 
and you have a as yet unidentified, but you think it's probably Drake Blood Moon, but you're not sure. And you're all there. Okay, in well, the shadow um, <laughs> I think uh, we need to get out of here. I want to put on my red cloak. I'd like to you do lay on hands cloak? on the person who is probably Drake. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's almost as important as putting on my red cloak. (laughs) Yes. You go and get, you get the red cloak. Um, it is miraculously unsinged because of Yenny's accuracy of the boomerang blade and a new, a new ability that you have now unlocked with the, that this is the final ability that Yenny unlocked with the blood axe. (laughs) Once a day, you can do boomerang blade. Nice. Do I have to say it? Boomerang blade. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I noted that when I threw a dart at Rayla, she tried to grab it with her and she said something about her gloves. So I'm going to go check on those gloves. Yes, you have. uh, You inspect them. They are very cool. They have kind of like some cool grippy things on them and uh, on the inside. And uh, the fingers are slightly extended. Um, these are gloves of missile snaring. So I'll any... do a quick, I'll do a quick Ooh. heal right there. So everybody gets 11 heal healing. Cool. Okay. And I did everybody. And I did 20 points on, uh, the person who's probably Drake on Drake blood moon. Uh, he, yeah. he definitely looks a lot better. He is some color comes back into his, uh, face. He's got like kind of salt and pepper hair and a, a, a little bit of a goatee and, um, uh, some, some darker clothing, a cloak and, and, None of you recognize him, but he's he seems, you know, as you look down on his arm, he does have a knight's tattoo and you and you get the sense that like, OK, this is probably it's probably Drake can Blood we Moon. use our knight's tattoos to determine for sure if it's him? You use your knight's tattoo and this isn't Drake Blood Moon. <laughs> Wait a minute. This, you know, through your knight's uh, tattoo this is a individual named eric dark harbor what dumb name <laughs> what <laughs> say say what i sense that this man okay. only yeah, holds the mantle of drake blood moon some of you have met another dark harbor i think Not no no no, he wasn't at the battle. In, in he was there. Yeah, he was. He was oh, there. was he? He was there. Oh, I fought him. Yes. <clears throat> hey, I, I yes. stabbed a dark harbor once. Uh, I wonder if they're related. Gotcha. <laughs> what a weird moment for you. <laughs> you're thinking about a ca- stabbing your own character to re- see if you recognize the character that your dad plays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. So well, I'm not um, worry about it right now. I pick him up, throw him over my shoulder. Fireman's carry. Okay, <laughs> throw him over your shoulder. You're still in the shadow fell. Uh, uh, by the way, this whole place is made of shadows. I don't know if that helps us in any way of getting out of it. You think maybe on the other side of this long, creepy bridge, there might be like a exit sign or something? Well, uh, we may as well. Let's go. Whoa. You uh, you head over to the other side of the bridge. There's a big, there's a big creepy temple. Uh, as you're getting close, that pool we fell through isn't like over our head or anything, right? We just sort of appealed, appeared here. No, no, it it it's not over your head. 
creepy temple with uh, portals yeah, inside? Uh, there's no portal. Uh, you, you think we can uh, tattoo our way back over there? Well, we would end up back at the temple, right? Or at the at Glorn. The tattoos didn't necessarily teleport. That was returning back from going through the what turned out to be the Tarask portal, right? <laughs> right, we but you, you teleported to the front of the high, okay. the temple of the High Apostle. Okay. Oh, then we. Should, oh, that's right. Yeah, we did go through that through that portal. Yeah, let's try it. All right, All right circle up, yo. Circle up. You are holding on to Drake Blood Moon. Um, you have looted the, the body of Rayla um, and put your, your your fingers on the tattoos. Should, and then should we? Rebecca. Hold on. Before we do that. With Rebecca. Should we just yeah. leave uh, Narson Drell's unconscious body here? Should we make sure he's dead? Should we take him with us? Uh, we should oh. probably grab him. Yeah, right. let's take him. I'll go. I'll go get him. You want Rayla's okay. body or her head? Uh, bring with us. No, or, she uh, deserves to stay here. I'll All just right. sort of drag him by a foot, <laughs> carelessly across okay. the <laughs> across the. Bridge. All right, Nars and Drells. He's like, uh, my, uh, no, my He's Just kind of shut muttering. up, punch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you circle up. You place your fingers on the tattoos, and then and you zoom out into some sort of ethereal thing and then our scene fades to black and two weeks later we're at the temple of Glorn um, all of you have rested you have uh, gotten your bearings back you kind of shaken off some after effects of madness occasionally Deidre is having a normal <laughs> conversation and we'll just go uh, occasionally. I you are going to say yeah. eat a piece of dirt. <laughs> uh, she, sometimes she'll she'll sprinkle a little <laughs> dirt on on some of her fruit uh, bowl um, and she's like, "What? I like it's 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 earthy and, you know, that sort of thing." It's herbal. Yeah, it's herbal. Uh, occasionally Yenny and Igneous will just start screaming and laughing and <laughs> just for no reason. <laughs> no one can tell if that's madness or just and that was before yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but but other than that it's it seems to be uh you've you've done well um and drake blood moon uh who you've identified now as this gentleman eric dark harbor uh has come out of his his uh sleep and i since i don't have zach's dad around i'm just gonna sort of uh, say that he talked with you and, and thanked you for, for saving him. He is going to work with the Knights Council to um, reestablish trust and bring back some of the some of the other uh, some of the other um, religions and, and high priests that were exiled on the on the outside of Valkara um, because they did not worship Avros. So they were like outside in these sort of internment camps. Um, uh, we never saw them. We never got to really explore that part of the political stuff. I had this little side story of that, but that, but that's, that's okay. Um, so, uh, he's going to take care of that and kind of, you know, use his, uh, local political power to reestablish, um, uh, things. Um, 
you guys exchange notes on what Narsen Drell said about these like, uh, you know, souls being transferred and, and trapped for, for Avaros. And uh, even though you didn't see any like souls when you went over to the Shadowfell, um, you, you, you get the sense that Narsen Drell was in the middle of doing that, uh, sort of like sacrificing Drake Blood Moon in some sort of ceremony but it did not uh, finish. Um, all of the purifiers in town of Valkara, um, some of you went up to the surface, uh, teleported up to the surface and were able to kind of do a sweep of the city. And with Melbourne's help, he's reestablished uh, contact with some of the guard who now have um, uh, some, some of the city guard who uh, the shadow, since the purifiers are no longer around, um, you were able to kind of talk with some of them and 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 uh, say like, hey, you know, it's it's safe and it's safe to to do stuff now. All of the magical sort of alarm systems in the city have uh, been dismantled, and so people are able to kind of do simple magics. At first, it's like little things, like little cantrips, and then eventually, people are doing more spells safely. Um, so things are changing in the city and you have affected change. Uh, families are coming back in that that worshipped other deities and are being reunited. And uh, they, they don't know exactly what's happened other than there is no nurse and drill and, um, and and the purifiers, which are were really terrifying people in the city, uh, are now gone. Uh, back in Glorn, um, Raffaella uh, and Lucky and Ganok and Boone are all there with Gustavo, um, uh, who's who's still mending some of the other knights, and they they uh, have gathered y'all, and they say, uh, Raphael says, you have really done an amazing job, and we we thank you. Um, I I do want to ask if any of you would be interested in staying and, and helping to reestablish defenses, and since I don't know exactly since they know about the Grumble Gate, it's possible that we might still be in danger here. We might have to set up other defenses. It's going to be a lot of work. We're going to need to use this as a base. We still can't let, you know, the the, the thing that's here fall into the wrong hands. So if any of you want to stay, you're welcome to. Um, but um, I will be staying along with uh, Lucky and, and Gnock. Melbourne looks at Theo. <laughs> oh, um, we can take time to think about it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you, um, I'll let the, the five of you talk, and um, if anyone would like to stay, but otherwise, um, I know that you have healed up, and you've, some of you have mentioned that you might want to move on. So, um, Lucky will will be able to send you. Um, you you've actually been requested to go to. Um, the knight's headquarters in um, in Oakheart, if you're ready. But they said that anybody that wants to stay can stay. Uh, what do you all think? I think Melbourne would do whatever Theo decided to do. Uh, what do you all think? We've been through a lot together down here. Good work out there. Well, I haven't said that. Well, Listen, darling, if I stay put too long, I'm going to start putting on weight, and I simply can't have that. So I'm afraid I'm, I don't see myself sitting down here. 
Theo, I, of course, trust your judgment above all and will gladly stay by your side if you want, wherever you go. Well, I know that, Melvin, and, um, well, I, I had asked a very important question of uh, Raffaella before I had left, and I'd, I'd like the answer to that. And I think it's, you know, you've been under my tutelage for some time now, uh, for for some reason. I don't really fully understand it, even now. But, <laughs> you know, you know, you you got to go out and make your own your own life and your own adventure. And uh, I think you need to think about what you want out of life as opposed to me telling you where to go and what to do. And, and you can strike out on your own. Well, then I suppose I should like to visit the headquarters and I can always come back to visit. I think that would fit you. You're the, maybe the most valiant fighter I've ever seen. Hey, thank you. He gets all choked up. <laughs> <laughs> You've served nature well, friend. And, um, well, I, yeah, he says, um, well, uh, you could always, uh, you could always use this. And, uh, he gives him his, uh, shepherd's crook to Melbourne. And he says, uh, we, uh, never had a chance to unlock its full potential. But uh, this will actually form uh, into a mighty tree. If you plant it in the ground and uh, touch it on the side, uh, this will grow into a, a tree. And if you, uh, in your travels, wanted to put it somewhere as a place to, to come to and reflect and remember our adventures here, that's something you could do. I, I am honored the, to hold a tree in my hand. At a loss for words, Melvin just rushes over and, like, hugs uh, Theo. And I assume he can probably pick him up, even though you're bigger than me. I'm pretty strong. Yeah, uh, yeah. He picks him up in a big old bear hug. Oh, Master, I mean, friend Theo, you are the the kindest soul I have ever met. Thank you, friend. Now, I have, a, I have to go see what the answer to that question was. In our little huddle, we like all turn towards Raphaela. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, um, so what have you decided? That's a great question. What have you decided? Hmm. I'm sorry. Well, um, I think, uh, Raphaela, last time before we had left, I'd asked you a question about if you'd wanted to, you know, uh, be joining houses and be setting up to rear some children. Uh, if you'd... Uh, uh, going in uh, hot. Goodness, you're forward. Um, um, uh, <laughs> Theo, um, you are an amazing knight and you have a way with nature and animals and, 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 You've taught Melbourne so much, and, and uh, I would hate to come between your mission, and um, I my duties are, are here, and while I appreciate all that you've done for us, and I enjoy your company, I feel like um, my work just requires all of my concentration. 
I, um, I need time. I'm not quite ready to settle down, as you say. I'm definitely not ready for children. <laughs> we don't need little dragonborn orcs running around, although they would be quite adorable. <laughs> adorable. Sorry. Yes. Adorable. I hear it's there. It'd be a fun mix, but please, please don't feel. I I do like you. I, I it's just not a good time for any of us. I think. Oh, uh, I understand. Okay, uh, Melvin, give me that stick back. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> we're here going you go. to the headquarters. <laughs> My offer still stands, <laughs> Raffaella. Whenever you're ready. Uh, um. Uh. Yes, of course. I'm ready to commit to you. All right. Um, so, will all of you be going to uh, uh, Oakheart? Yeah. All right. Uh, you say goodbyes. Boone pats some tentacle stalks around you and just, oh, I'm going to miss you guys. <laughs> A couple of his eyes start kind of watering up and and uh, Lucky and Ganak kind of shake hands and and um, you all take care, Boone. You're doing a good job here, and uh, you know. Oh, thank if, you. If uh, anytime you need some some boons, just think of Boone. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be able to help you. I'll I'll try to work on some of those things. And thanks, Whoa. Boone. I appreciated the poker dancing, uh, even though all those people died terribly. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you all if you all need us, uh, you know you know how to find us. All right. Boy, well, uh, I'm ready to send you. Uh, to Oakheart, I won't be coming with you, but uh, word is there. They're planning something uh, kind of strategic there, so best be uh, heading down to the Grumble Gate one last time. So he takes you down. Uh, Raffaella is looking, you know, a little forlorn uh, as, as you walk past and you see her in the corner of your eye around the corner. And and you, you're heading down and... Um, and into this this the tunnel of the Tarasque. Uh Now now that you know that this is this kind of sleeping hibernating Tarasca that's been put down, and and you head down, and and uh, Lucky starts to conjure the teleportation, um, and you see uh, through a sort of blue ring, um, forest clearing, um, or sorry, a, a small town village through the through the oh, oh, oh hey wait hey wait hold on hold on a second hey uh remember that jumpy staff you got what the the jumpy staff you know it like uh let me jump jump like all the way across the chamber remember that it was really uh, cool uh right uh i do remember that yeah but well, that, that was i found that... these gloves and they let you catch missiles right out of the air except i can already do that so how oh. about you take these gloves? You want to make a trade? I'll take oh. the jumpy staff. All right, that sounds fine. I, I'm sure somebody can use... I mean, I don't really need that, but um, yeah, I'll take that, sure. And, and he kind of like pulls out from a, a mysterious small bag and pulls it out and, and hands you the little staff. It's only about a foot long. Remember, it extends. Um, and there you go. You have staff of uh, jumping. All right, and I'm like, oh, thanks, brother, and then we like start to go in for a handshake, and then we're like, oh, maybe not, maybe maybe, maybe not again. Uh, we'll just kind of like keep that do a ability. gentle hug. Uh, gotta work on that. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. fire that's, is that's still good. a little bit weird for me, you know. It's, I'm it's still cool, getting used to it. it. Makes me sweat under the arms. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, Thank good you. to see you. Thanks, thanks for that. That was an interesting 
combination of very much so um good forearm talk good talk um <laughs> he's just like that's uh, he doesn't touch you but he's just like all right um and then uh the portal's open goodbye friends hey you guys uh going to okar because uh I need to ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> you can head through xx sure um, cool. And it, and it, uh, Did you guys fix whatever that stupid problem was? Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> XX comes out of the closet. You all jump through into the next adventure that's awaits you, and that's where we're going to end our season. Yay! Yay! Season five. Huzzah! Hey, we did it. Well done. Yay. Well done, my friend. Well done. Excellent. Awesome. But before we leave, we have our end credit scene, our, our epilogue, our second epilogue. A week has gone by. Another week. Um, since uh, another week has gone by since the events that happened in Valkara and, um, and word is spread and, and all of the rescued knights. Uh, we follow um we see a tavern in the small town of respite um there's people walking around um there's a new bartender that's behind the bar um a a uh <laughs> a human male uh with longer dark hair he's kind of scruffy he's uh, polishing the bar he's uh he's pouring some ale for some people Jarek, what's your favorite thing to uh, to serve at this bar? Ooh, uh, I really like. Uh, not very many people order it, but like, if anybody does, I like uh, pouring a nice pint of whiskey. But it turns out that amount of alcohol would kill most people, uh, so it's rare. <laughs> every, once, every once in a while, you pour a little, you pour a little pint of whiskey for a, a friend that, just in case she shows up, but she does, she hasn't shown up. It's in quite a while, a while. Mm -hmm. but you pour it out. You know, you pour, and then you pour oh. it back in the bottle. <laughs> pour one out for the homie. Uh, from a side door, a small goblin uh, pokes his head out, wearing a brownish cloak. And uh, Branch, you look at Jarek, and you kind of gesture to him. Hey, we we need to leave. Jarek, you know that's the kind of signal to uh, close up shop. Some of the town uh, members, uh, you know, you close up and then you guys head down uh, to the basement um, of where they're, all of the casks are being stored. You push on one of the casks and it opens up into another opening where a large, uh, more lavishly adorned uh, side room and a series of rooms with different knights walking back and forth very uh you know different planning rooms there's maps there's uh this kind of secret open room uh, and you walk into a back planning room where we see kali a Arakokra, who is uh laying out uh some of the extra plans we see bato a dragonborn artificer and his husband who's sitting down on the side uh smiling at him and he's kind of wiping his brow <sighs> never thought it would be finished, but it worked. A half-elven woman with 
reddish hair and dark brown leathers and a blue cloak holding her hands together and says alright well let's bring her in um, she kind of looks back and gestures to another human man with dark hair holding a trident Tiburon uh, you nod your head and walk back into one of the side rooms where a half elven female sits on the ground drumming a large drum with painted flowers on the side and Maya you look up at Tiburon hello <laughs> it's time Maya both of you head into the uh, both of you head into the main room uh, where Bato looks at you you know what the mission is and Sora looks at Maya and says you can do this it's like we talked about this device will help you just think about think about the person that we want to find think about the person that is in charge of the platinum syndicate hmm. this luminite will enhance your scrying abilities you've been able to concentrate and see and go to places across the plains you're the one that can do this Maya are you ready what is I will never be let's go she sits down and the luminite has been constructed uh, with a sort of beautiful silver and and gold and copper wrapped handles on the side you put your hands maya on the side of this and look into the luminite which is a translucent material and it's been polished and uh, carved in with different runes and your vision enhances and you seem to fade in kind of like a trippy weird effect but you fade in and your vision rushes suddenly forward over mountains lakes oceans lava caverns fields it rushes by faster and faster and faster you go into the sky into the clouds into the atmosphere and into the heavens themselves and then a flash and then back into clouds vibrant colors the sunsets different lakes over rivers and streams and down into a canopy of trees in a, into a forest you concentrate you're, you're finding who is this mysterious person that is in charge who is this patron that has set up all of these fake deities that the knights from Valkara have set up and with all the information that, that you have gathered that they have given to you about a spider and a woman and you find out you, you, you're rushing past trees and then you rush past branches and into a clearing and into a court a summer court and surrounding the court are several pillars and there is a throne and on the throne is a large female figure with several eyes and she looks up seemingly right at you and she says and so it begins. 